cut that shit. Do off. I have any rules? Am I, uh, uh, am not I here? I, I can, if I, if I cuss, I'm okay because you know, I try to keep it cool, but uh, you know, I'm a jarhead, right? So, I don't uh, filter my guests, I, uh, I want people to be natural, you know. So, I love it, dude. I love that. <laughs> we can do it, we can talk. No shorties are running my mouth. <laughs> what was that girl's name that's on the cover? Tristan Burke. Yeah, she's a cop like in Delaware, and uh, she's a national champion of the United States game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she got bigger arms than I do, so I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looked pretty beefy there, so. Yeah, she's tough, man. She's tough. Hey, that, I'll talk about Tactical Games when we get into it. That's my first time seeing it. It's, uh, okay, it's yeah, because cool. I'm interested in, uh, in learning more about that. That's kind of like the first time I heard about it, so. Yeah, almost me too. I'll, I'll, I'll brief that, uh, and it's I guess some stuff to say. It's pretty wild, man. Pretty okay. wild stuff. All right, good deal. Let's get this cool. show in a row, man. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right, lead heads. We are back with another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. Uh, I have no idea what episode number this is, but uh, if you didn't get an opportunity, make sure you go back to the previous episode, which I'm pretty sure was our Talking Lead AK Corner. Uh, we do this special segment. Ooh, I mean, you can't see because my background. I got to change my background. If you're watching on video, leadheads, how do turn off? <laughs> choose that. And look, I got people calling me too. I should turn that off. All kinds of shit going on here. The AK corner, ba boom, where we talked about the Uzi. We didn't talk about AKs. We took a break from AKs, but we talked about the Uzi, the Israeli Uzi. We had IWI US on Tom Alabrando. And we learned a lot of new things about the Uzi that we didn't know about and uh, probably some things that we shouldn't have learned. But <laughs> Tom was a great guest, so make sure you go back, check that episode out. And uh, the next episode next month, shoot me your comments, uh, your questions on guests that you'd like to have and topics you want us to cover. I'm almost afraid to hit this X. I don't know if it's going to share everything. I'm going to hit it. Okay. We still there? Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a real good technical guy, man. If, as you can tell, so uh, <laughs> we we may have to reconnect at, at points. Um, but joining me this episode, guys, it's gonna, it's going to be a great episode. Uh, we've got Jason Swar with Skillset Magazine. He's the editor, the creator of Skillset Magazine. Uh, he's a retired former. What, what do you like to call it? You're always a Marine. So you're, I was a Marine. I just uh, retired Marine. Uh, that's how I feel right now. Very, yeah. very <laughs> an old man. 20, uh, 20 plus years in the Marines. Yeah. 20 years in a month. I, I, I did that's the, uh, I did the minimum, right? So, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I was uh, 1991 to 2011. And, uh, and then I, I, you know, I, we call, we, we say we, I pulled shocks, man. I was like, I'm out, you know, I took off and, uh, started a new life of, um, you know, doing, I start actually, I, I went and contracted at, well, first off back up. Okay. Thanks let's back up. Rewind. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show. I, 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 Absolutely, I, man. This is awesome. I've, I've really <laughs> been looking forward to having, uh, you in particular, but you know, I was just, I've been trying to get yeah. somebody from skill set on the, the show for a while. So I'm really excited really? about this. I'm going to no, geek I'm, out, dude. <laughs> no, that's going to be great, man. This is going to be good. And then, uh, I may have to join you one of these days in these AK corners, man. Cause you know, I'm a oh, diehard AK guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, You'll love it, man. We have a good time on that, uh, yeah. episode. So we, I, uh, we get people like Jim Fuller on and Travis Haley yeah. and yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I should, I, I've thinned down my, my AK collection to about 30 AKs right now. So Okay, uh, that's, that's running light. low for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> 30. Yeah. 
But uh, I've actually, you know, I've had the the uh, the crown jewel in my possession. I had for about five years. I had a Type One uh, oh. AK for about five years, and then I eventually sold it because uh, <sighs> you know it's one of those things you move on, right? You you kind of you hold it, you show it off as much as you, I put it in like three or four different magazines. Yeah. And, and then finally, I'm like, all right, it's time to pass pass the torch to someone else. But uh, but yeah, I'm a diehard AK guy, legacy type. Of AK I'm sure it'll guy. probably come back around into your life again sometime. Oh, I'm going to get it again. There, there you go. go. There you go. There you go. I'm sure you probably just, traded for something that was even just as badass as that, you know. Uh, yeah, a lot of money. How about that? <laughs> hey, that's that'll buy you all the badass you want right there. Yeah, definitely, man. But no, thanks for having me on the show, dude. Uh, Hell yeah. like I said, uh well, yeah, so retired out of the Marines um, and uh, contracted overseas a little bit, and then teaching uh, teaching guys Arabs how to jump out of airplanes. And, Were you one uh, of them BW guys? BW. Blackwater? Oh, no, 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 no. I, oh, okay. no, no. I went a different route. Uh, I went to uh, it's my last duty station uh, in the Marines. So uh, I was a I was a military freefall instructor. So I was teaching guys to jump out of airplanes. So um, it's an army school down in Yuma, Arizona. Believe it or not, you know, special forces school, but they have eight uh, recon slots down there for, for Marines because we send you know you send our guys down there. So right. um, that was my last duty station. So you know you wake up every day and jump out of airplanes six to eight times a day, uh, working with the army. It How are those probably, knees? Uh, they're, they're a little hurting, man. There you go. <laughs> in the back. You got I, got about, splints? <laughs> I got about almost 3,000 jumps under my belt, man. Holy so, uh, shit, dude. Yeah. That's a, a lot. lot of, it's a lot, man. But uh, it's, it was fun. But when I when I retired, I went and I contracted, like I said, uh, doing that. I was teaching uh, Arabs overseas to jump out airplanes. I, I didn't teach them completely right, though. You know, America, Appar right? So, apparently, because yeah. they didn't jump out in uh, New York. They should have jumped out. <laughs> yeah. <they're shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that, but then I, uh, I, I was, then I came back here and I worked with CAG a little bit, uh, doing their courses once these guys finished their OTC and then dev group and teaching those guys how to, you know, free fall and whatnot. And then finally I was on a, I never forget, I was on like a 25,000 foot hay ho, night hay ho, um, which is in the winter is fucking cold. Excuse my language, but it was fucking cold. It was like minus 30 when we exited, right? Oh shit. In a hey you know, so you get out, you immediately pull your chute, and now you travel on the canopy with a bunch of guys, right, for like 45 minutes. Um, and I was just dying. And I was, you know, you get frostbite, and I'm sitting there going, what the hell am I doing? I I'm retired, dude. What am I doing this <laughs> shit for, right? I land, boom, come down, talk to the star major. I'm like, it's been real. I'm out. I'm gonna, I don't know what the hell I'm going to go do. I'm going to go do something, man. So, just fuck this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I, uh, I, you know, my, I used to jump with a camera on my head a lot, right? A still camera. You yeah. know, when you put a bite switch in your mouth, and you just, chew down and you take a bunch of pictures occasionally you get you know most of the time you just get a guy's foot in the camera you know in the, in the lens, <laughs> his nostrils yeah yeah you get this great guy this guy's diving out looks great and i was like hey that's pretty badass i go why don't i just be a photographer i mean how hard could that be right so um i'm one of those dudes that i need like overhead i need i need money on top of me going you need to get working to get me working so i went and got like a 2,000 square foot studio bought a camera some lights and i'm like all right i got about six months of Six months of uh, you know, living free. Six months of head of head camera shots out of an airplane, and you decide you just want to get into the photography business. Huh? Yeah. So um, I went to the school of YouTube, right? I mean, like I gotta learn this shit, right? And Man, you can uh, learn anything on YouTube. It's hundred percent. I, I, I mean, it not be right, but you can still learn. You oh know? yeah. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> You know, I, I get guys all the time, you know, knocking on my door, uh, wanting to be part of straight A photography, right? And they're like, hey, can I, can I, you know, I got a 
four-year photo, uh, photography degree, and I'm like, why? Why did you go to school to learn how to shoot photography, man? You know what I'm saying? I, I learned everything on YouTube, man. And, you know, so, and I, I kind of took a little different approach on that, too. I took, um, I made it like, you know, you see what the Call of Duty like, covers, right? The old you know, video yeah. game covers looks like, right? Yeah. So I learned how to do that. Real dynamic, over the top, you know, explosions, shit flying everywhere. And, uh, and I learned it. It took me about six months to really learn that Photoshop technique and all the lighting. And I took it to the gun industry, and it, it worked. They loved it. They freaked the fuck out, right? <laughs> And uh, hired me, and I've been uh, employed uh, ever since. I probably shot over 250 magazine cover, gun magazine covers. I've done tons of ads, worked for a lot of them. But eventually, I was like, you know what? You know, because I can't do something for more than like three or four years, and I get bored as hell. Right. I don't know why. Maybe that's the marine in me. You know, I just short attention span. I eat crayons. I don't know, you know? man. I think it's just the alpha male in 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 us. <laughs> it's like, hey, I've got this conquered. Now, what can I conquer? Yeah, maybe. Right. I just yeah. uh, I want to keep moving, man. I know you a know, lot of people that are that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, so uh, working for all these magazines and you know, mainly all, most of them, all gun magazines, and yeah. whatnot. Doing freelance recoil. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, just doing covers for recoil, ballistic. Uh, you know, all the all the uh, basically the Athlon Outdoor titles and stuff like that. And then finally, mm -hmm. I'm like, man, how hard could it be to make my own magazine, right? I mean, I don't know. So once again, back to school. <laughs> I don't YouTube. know. <laughs> yeah. Let me go uh, buy a warehouse. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's shit, right? So I partnered up with uh, my assistant editor, Ben Turpak, and then uh, believe it or not, I always tell everybody goes, Jason, you're the guy who started skill set. Uh, I want to back it up. Actually, a girl named Gina Marie, all right? She's a, another former Marine. She's uh, She was literally my boss. She's the one that bought the thing, bought, uh, paid for everything, said, Jason, Ben, go do something fucking cool uh, nice. with this magazine and make it. Yeah, so a girl started skill set magazine. She's that's, badass. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. And uh, is she still, still involved with it today? Absolutely. So uh, we Jane did. Jane Marie. Still, yeah, Jane Marie. She's Italian girl. She's mean, man. She, she, well, she, she, all you had to say was Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You never want to piss her off, man. But she's awesome. She's she's uh, and uh, she had faith in us, and which was cool because we needed faith, right? And uh, she funded everything and made shit happen. But uh, um, two years into it, uh, I think on our eighth or ninth issue. Um, uh, we got bought, man, by Athlon Outdoors. So really, Athlon AMG, AMG Parade is what they actually they're, they're the big, I guess, the parent company. Publisher. Yeah, yeah, they're the largest publisher in America, and based uh, out of Nashville. Okay, all right, you, we, you know exactly, right? Nashville, exactly. Tennessee. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's where so, I'm at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. So they uh, they said, hey, they like what we're doing, and um, and they basically took our distro, our distribution up to over a hundred thousand copies uh, per issue, and and uh, and really gave us a lot of legs, and 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 let us do our thing. You know, they they didn't handcuff us, which we were really worried about. Like, oh, here comes corporate, right? You know, yeah. uh, and all that stuff. Yeah, we got to abide by a few rules when it comes to the covers, and it's not really them. It's more of a more the, the today's you know censorship uh, type of things, sure. right? You know. Um, they're Kroger's, which owns every grocery store in America, by the way. So we're pretty K, much on my K Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We call them so, K Rogers. <laughs> Kroger's is very uh, K Rogers. I like that, actually. <laughs> you never heard um, that? Yeah. K Rogers. No, and I grew up in West Virginia. You think I'd fucking know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're very, they're not very gun friendly if you don't know that. So, um, you're not allowed to have any guns besides a pistol. We'll do a pistol on their cover. So if you have a, a, a rifle, an AR, what does it matter on a cover, any magazine fed, uh, weapon, they will not allow that in their stores. Really? Yeah. So, um, you know so, what I say to them? Yeah, that's what I, you know, exactly. Fuck what I, Kroger. 
guys say the same shit, right? So, um, so we run into little censorship issues. In fact, it's funny because um, are they still doing that? Kroger, yeah, Kroger's still doing that. So I don't. I don't really ever go to Kroger to get magazines anyway. Right. But I do <laughs> notice they do have like a mag- magazine section. But I've never. I've never right. gone through Most their magazine. Go to a bookstore, or, uh, you know, whatever, and that's why I yeah. understood. You know, people are like, "Well, hey, Kroger's is like, you know, half our distribution, right?" And I'm like, "Why do people go to I mean, you go to a grocery store, you buy magazines?" I never did, but you know, whatever, you know. So, well, you know, um, I guess they do have them like at the checkout, those impulse yeah. buys. So they've got them sitting there because I'll thumb through like the Inquirer and shit, you know, yeah. while I'm waiting. Yeah, they pay big money to be there. On to the lady that- with the two carts in front of me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish we could be right at the checkout, but you, you're Is not it, making it. So they pay money for that shit then. Oh, to they be, pay big money. To be at the yes. checkout. Okay. You pay money to be, you know, you, you ever been to like a Barnes and Noble or Books a Million or whatever these bookstores? Yeah. And they always have like the, we call it end caps. So you got the, you know, the big line of books, you know, that go out there. And then you had the end where you just have a couple magazines. Mm-hmm. You pay out the ass for that right there, that spot, man. That's, so it's just, I didn't realize that. So you pay for placement even in bookstores and. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to be up front a lot. You got, you know, so, and, uh, so we, we always buck the system. We tell people we have a little hashtag front in it. Right. So if you ever see our magazine, it's usually it's tucked in the back behind, you know, gay times and all this other shit. Right. <laughs> so we ask you to grab them and, and lay them out front, man. They can't, they can't come at us for that, man. So that's right. <laughs> yeah. If somebody so. moves it for them and Hey, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's out exactly. of your hand. Yeah. I can't help. It, it actually works out really well, man. And you know, they take a picture, we throw it in the magazine, we throw it up on our website, we throw it up, you know, and all that stuff. So it's kind of a cool until little... they send you an invoice for it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like I didn't, I didn't authorize that shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> come on, come on, son. <laughs> But uh, we did. Uh, so we've been with them for two years now, two and a half years now, going strong, and uh, we hope to keep it going. You know, print business is tough, man. You know. It, well, that's something I was going to ask you. You know, even when you got into this, I mean, the print business was kind of going to the shitter, and especially yeah. in the you know the firearms industry. You know, for with sure. all just like Kroger and Walmart. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. you know, if you got this and this, then we're not gonna. You know, you can't come into our stores. So, right. I mean, that that was a ballsy move at the time. And of course, uh, I've read some things. You know, in your thinking on, you know, we're not going to be a gun magazine. Mm-hmm. We're going to be a, a lifestyle magazine. So, talk about right. that and your your strategy and, yeah. uh, you know, kind of kind of avoiding the firearms, but yet still being able to implement the firearms into your. One hundred percent, man. And that was our intent the whole time. There's enough gun magazines. Why, why make another? You know what I'm saying? I mean, at first that was our intent to do a gun mag because it's just what we know. You know, I mean, we're all firearms enthusiasts. We love the Second Amendment. Uh, in, you know, even Gina Marie, she said. But then we're like, well, wait a minute. I mean, you got you got the big boys. You know, the recoil, the ballistics, and we got to compete against those guys. Um, um, but then I was like, well, why do that when there's it, this may shock to people, but there's more to life than just guns 24-7. I know, I know. Go ahead and, you know. I'm, I mean, it I'm all ties in somehow, some way. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's all he said. It's like, you know, I, I enjoy guns more than anybody, and uh, I think my whole, whole staff does. But I also enjoy, you know, uh, MMA. I also enjoy, you know, skydiving. I also enjoy other alpha Watches and, yeah. Yeah, yeah perfect. Shoes and trucks and mo- yeah. motocross or you know we did a demolition derby and that was actually fun as hell by the way you know my first time ever doing a demolition derby we actually built a car out did a whole thing but there's stuff like that <laughs> oh, it, yeah badass. that was yeah my neck was still sore from that but it was uh <laughs> it, was, it was pretty wild uh we got in about 10 15 car crashes that was pretty i mean, mean that's the been, object of a, of a of a derby right 
It is, man. And I didn't realize, you know, when you make your car super fancy and you have all these, you have like, <laughs> it lasts know, for 10 minutes. Sponsors, <laughs> people get jealous. People get pissed off and you become a target. Yeah. I, I got my ass handed to me, man. But it was fun, you know? I mean, I was, I was getting side, you know, uh, side swiped. I was getting broadsided by everybody. And I was like, all right, bring it, fuckers. All right, you know, I kind of thought I, was, I sponsored a, a derby car there for a while. Um, we okay. were actually in the, uh, the NASCAR Camping World Series, the truck series. Oh wow! We we got really? our logo on a truck. No and shit! I don't know. Can you see the logo? I do. Yeah, yeah. So we got bullets yeah. and a bullet hole, and a bullet microphone. That's cool. They made us take the the flying bullets off. They made us take the bullet holes off, but they <laughs> yeah. didn't catch the the bullet microphone. I like that. The case, yeah, that's good. Man. <laughs> so <laughs> so we got it. We actually got it on a NASCAR truck, and uh, for like three races, and uh, he he wrecked in every one of them. It was awesome. <laughs> But it wasn't just a, it wasn't just like a spin out wreck. I mean, it was like it made like the cover of the, the oh, newspaper and the mag. Yeah, and, and our logo was right there on fire. It was great. Oh, I love that. Dude. You can't ask better marketing than that. No, right? it was like, yeah, this is awesome. Best money yeah, ever right? spent. That's why I tell people like we sponsor um, we sponsor a few MMA fighters, right? And uh, and we you know everybody's like, people look at the front of a fighter and they're like, why is your logo on the front? I'm like, hell no, I put it right on the ass. Because that's where most of the time you'll see that, right? The yeah. guy's down getting choked out. Even he's getting choked out, right? You don't ever see their front except at the end of the fight where they're standing yeah. there and they hold up their 100%. Yeah, right? So I was like, I went on the ass cheeks. I want I want to sit. And sure enough, we've got more exposure that way than anything. So Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Pretty wild, man. So, Are you doing yeah, like so- uh, um, the Dana White MMA stuff or what, what are you doing? We're not. That, we're, that's a lot of money to go into UFC, right? To yeah. be sponsored. That. That's, that's Black Rifle Coffee money right there. I don't have that. <laughs> Uh, no, we're doing, uh, our, we've, we've been sponsored a few Bellator fighters, which is kind of the next level down, you know, from uh, UFC oh, and Bellator's, uh, yeah, they're, they're up and coming big time. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. They're great. Uh, one of my best friends is uh, Ryan Bader is one of the champions in Bellator right now and all that stuff. We got uh, one of our writers, uh, Sully Cully is actually, uh, he writes for us constantly. He fucking writes a ton of stuff for us. Uh, he's a Bellator fighter. Is that his real you name? Know? Sully Cully? Sully, yeah, Sullivan Cully, but we, you know, Sully, Sully Cully, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a big giant meathead. I love the guy. He's just <laughs> awesome. And he, his first Bellator debut, knocked the guy out in twenty seconds. You know, where it was great. So you know, he gave us a lot of props. Yeah, skill set across his, you know, ass cheeks and sweet <laughs> stuff. So, but uh, yeah, so it, it was cool. But yeah, doing a lifestyle magazine. Wait, <clears throat> here's I grew up in the, you know, uh, I'm forty eight, so I'm I'm, I'm fifty. Oh, okay, good. You're older than me then. All right. Huh. So you remember Max Child of the eighty. Right, Maxim magazine in mm-hmm. the in the '90s was fucking awesome. Maxim, it was yeah. the magazine, right? It's, it's been since sold like 16 times. And now it's just kind of I don't know what it is, right? It was but, like a cover for Playboy, you know. It was like a disguise for a, a Playboy, <laughs> right? Know? Yeah. But Maxim had all the cool trivia, had this, you know, all this stuff, and I really, I was like, I missed that, you know, being in the Marines on deployment, you know, before, you know, your cell phones and all that shit, you grab a magazine, stuff it in your rock, you know, that's what you're going to read on a plane or wherever, you know, on a ship or whatnot, and uh, and that was one of the magazines, I thought it was cool, and uh, they just, they don't have a good men's, you know, I say a men's magazine, but, you know, that style magazine uh, anymore, so we're like, well, let's create one. We'll see if there's an audience, and sure enough, man, you know, we labeled an alpha lifestyle. Cause I just want to tailor it to men because there's a lot of badass women out there, you know, that uh, that are really doing some kick-ass things. Yeah, and, the uh, alpha you, lifestyle just doesn't apply to, to men. 
No, definitely not, man. Yeah. It's it's everybody who does gets off the couch, does something above and beyond, vice is sucking up a government check, you know, welfare or whatever. Right. Getting out there and, and doing something with your life, because you know we all got an hourglass, right? And you know, you being fifty and me being forty-eight, ours Time's we're the wrong of that hourglass, right? <laughs> so you know, you got to make every minute count, right? And all that stuff. So, um, and that's what we we try to put in our magazine. You know, first off. Life's too short not to have a good time, so we we do a lot of humor, you know. Uh, yeah. If you haven't noticed that, right? So we uh, we try to throw. That's what I like at, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Even at the beginning of our magazine, you have what's called insider info, and it's it's useless bar trivia type of shit that you can read in about a second and regurgitate it when you're half shit faced at somebody. You know? Did you know? You know, the whale's <laughs> vagina is you know whatever, right? So uh, we have a lot of that, and then we cover. I mean, it's just a broad range of everything, you know. Like I said, uh, a lot of a lot of military, you know. I, I like to I like to give shout outs and, and to veterans to go out there and do something that's above and beyond as well. Yeah. Um, even uh, in the firearms industry, you know, guys and girls that are out there kicking ass and doing things, and you know, and just wherever, man. I mean, we've Absolutely. done base jumpers, we've done everything, you know. So. Um, and this this weekend, you know, being Memorial Weekend, I mean, this is yeah. it's a great time for that, yeah. Cheers! Yeah, Hats so off happy to Memorial's uh, Day and weekend. Um, Absolutely, lead heads. Yeah, remember all the guys that uh, that really gave that ultimate sacrifice because uh, that's what it's about, man. You know, and these. Uh, and I'm not one of those guys that get all soft and angry and shit like that. I mean, I've lost my count. I've lost 17 friends total, and I've been in 20 years. So that's a you know that's that's about right, uh, especially going through a couple wars. But uh, you know, these dudes and girls and guys out there that. Uh, it's a uh, you're you're doing this for minimum wage. I always tell people that you know you're not getting paid shit. You're yeah. out there, um, and uh, when you, they catch a bullet, lose a leg, get blown up, or something like that, uh, you know now you're just a memory in someone's you know, uh, you know on someone's Instagram post. So you, right. I want to do above and beyond of that. So yeah, definitely out there. I'm not you know once again I'm not trying to bring down the <clears throat> the tone of this thing, but it's uh, no absolutely, I, and that's something that you know I wanted to key in on today too. Was you know a lot of people forget about Memorial Day and what it what it's about. You know, right. and, and having you as a 20 year Marine veteran on the show today and, you know, living the lifestyle that you're living, uh, you know, I've heard some of your stories also, uh, sure. you know, you're very humble about it. And, uh, you know, I just, I think people need to, to know the, you know, the reason why we have Memorial Day, why it exists and, and how Absolutely. it exists. And, um, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, people shouldn't take lightly. Definitely. I agree. And, you know, and, and, you know, I always tell people, I mean, what, what should I do for Memorial Day? Nothing. All you need to do, man, just take a minute, man, tip your hat, you know, give a look up in the sky, just give a shout out, you know, to the guys out there that, they, you know, girls that actually gave their, their life, man, their sacrifice. So, um, you know, we can live in where, how we're living now, you know, yeah, I think it's, there's actually like, uh, at 3 PM, whatever your local time is, 3 PM, uh, there's like a moment of silence that, you know, people that's awesome that people recognize. Uh, I don't know if the government started that or started that, but, uh, you know, I heard something about that. Yeah. Just do something, man. You know, teach a, teach your child, teach your, your wife, your husband, or teach you know, if they're, they're not, they're not kind of, especially the children, you know, cause right now you all know what they're getting taught in schools and all that shit. Right. So, um, you know, I, I make yeah. a point, you know, my kid's pretty, it's pretty obvious cause she's actually, you know, she's, dad's a marine and all that stuff but her friends i'm not gonna i won't preach to them but i'm like hey let me explain what moral day is it's not about you know barbecue and getting shit faced so i go and i explain it within a minute and a minute and it was like they shake their head at least they know they can go on and hear yeah. that you know and, but that's maybe- how you honor um you know those men yeah. and women who sacrifice their lives is is exercise your rights your freedoms that you have go to the range you know go shoot your gun go to the pool Absolutely. take your boat out uh, you know, sit down and watch the Friends reunion, you know, if that's what you want to do. 
that's you know that's what it's all about. But at the same time, remember why you have those rights. You know why, sure. why we're not sitting, um, you know, in a three by three cell block and you know let letting yeah. uh, people put us to work and uh, we can only have so many children and you know it's one hundred percent yeah and you, and uh, it's if just you things we take for granted you know a lot of people take for granted take and them for granted this weekend yeah <laughs> but absolutely. know why but know why yeah. you have it there's if if you're wondering what freedoms you got just look at the the hundreds of thousands of people that are pouring into our country right now right on the on the on the the border. They're not coming. You don't see them pouring into China, right? You don't see them pouring into North Korea, right? They're pouring into mm -hmm. the freest country in the freaking world, man. You and, see them uh, pouring into Canada, but then they get shipped here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. Because they know so, they're going to get shipped here. So, <laughs> yeah. So we got a lot of good stuff going on in America, and a lot. I mean, I know it, times are weird right now and all that shit, but times always get weird, right? You know, yeah. We'll, we'll prevail. I know we will. Uh, we'll stay strong one way or another. But, uh, yeah, man. That's, well, speaking so of the, the borders, you know, you guys did a, a thing on – I think you did a podcast on that. Correct. Yeah, we have – so Sheriff Lamb and uh, – So this will be a good segue to our, our trains and planes segment for our jack wagons and our lead head brigade oh. heroes that I was telling you about earlier. Yes. So uh, Arlie Ermey is the conductor of our jack wagon train. <laughs> you know, who better to keep those jack wagons in line – but the gunny oh, yeah. himself. Yes, sir. So, uh, so gunny, bring that train in. Hoorah, simplified, do or die, hold them high at eighth and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. So, I like that. <laughs> oh cool. yeah, it was pretty badass yeah. meeting him. Yeah, let's do it. Man. All right, like so it. the gunny has uh, has uh, stationed the train, and uh, we got a few jack wagons that we want to talk about, and I thought that would be a good one to start off with. Uh, from from the Skill Set Live podcast, you guys had the sheriff. Yeah, um, sheriff what Lamb. was his name? Sheriff Lamb, Mark Lamb. Yeah, Mark yeah. Lamb uh, on he, your podcast talking about the you know, I mean, what people really don't know about the problems with these illegal immigrants coming in. Uh, yeah, down there, what, uh, the troubles and, they're and having. I'll, sheriff Lamb, you guys have probably seen it. If you haven't seen the American Sheriff, you, uh, you know, they call him uh, online, and and he's you know he's got uh, TV shows and all that stuff. The guy is genuine, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, as a friend of this guy, I've talked to him. He's been to my studio dozen times. Um, he is hardworking as hell. I mean, this guy hardworking as hell. Uh, and yeah, he's in the media spotlight a lot. But I'm glad he is because we need some guy like that who is pro-Constitution in law enforcement, uh, will not enforce uh, unconstitutional laws. Right. Mm -hmm. He'll be the first guy to tell you right on Fox News, any, any news. He'll tell you I'm not going to enforce, you know, un unconstitutional gun laws. You know, right. I love that. Right. Um, but on the border. Yeah. He, so his county is one county up right from the border. So people are like, well, you're not on the border, but people don't understand when you cross the border, you just don't hang out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they immediately head north. Right. So yeah. and head all straight into his county, which his county is the highest cartel traffic, uh, illegal traffic uh, county in America, I'd say. Right. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. it's Texas may have one or two down there that has some has some of a fight with them, too. But it's um. And uh, he is on the border. Him and Chief Deputy Thomas, which is another his is number two, uh, are there fighting daily. And uh, to have those guys come in and give a real account, hey, this is no shit. What's going on? Don't listen to the, the news. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. And for them to do that on you know our show and just be dead honest, where I don't know, can they get repercussions? I don't know. You know, and uh, they don't care. They'll do it because they need to. They need people to know the truth, man. And uh, you can go back. Well, to he's the kind of guy that you know. The hell with the you know the consequences, kind of. Yeah kind of guy you know this is the truth and this is you know what i believe sure. in i'm gonna stand up for it and 
we need more of those, especially in our, you know, uh, quote, leadership roles, you know. I agree. I agree 100 percent. And uh, I told him I always tell him every time he comes in, I'm like, I, I appreciate you being a sheriff, but we need you uh, at a higher level. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we need his mentality in a Senate seat. Hell, I want him to run for president, if you ask me. I, I just believe in this guy that much uh, to the fact that he uh, I, when he get elected, I think he's too John Wayne to be elected. I think the the, the yeah. liberal left have a will melt down and have a Trump meltdown. He's if, too he's too um, <clears throat> active, I would say, to be a president. He needs to be the person that's behind sure. getting getting the shit done because presidents don't get shit done. They just yeah. they're just little I, you know hand it, yeah. puppets got hands up their ass. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Moving so I mouth. hope he he takes a, a higher level. Uh, we need it. You know, I mean. Whether it's a, a governor or a senator or something, man, I just um, he's got the right. He's got our mentality and he has no problem fighting the fight. Right. You know, yeah. and uh, and even, you know, you get into politics, there's skeletons in the closet. Right. And I'm like, he, he's already aired everything. You know, he has a, a son that has some issues with drugs and, and whatnot. You know, he puts it out there. Who whatever. doesn't? He's, right. Who doesn't? Everybody's human, man. <laughs> you know, but he doesn't try to hide it and, and BS in people out there. He's like, yeah. here's our situation. Here's the daily struggle I have, you know, with my family or whatever, you know. Um, and it's uh, I appreciate that, man. I but think, you know, I great. don't think people care as much about that anymore in today's society. Sure. Just because it, every, you know, everybody's human. Everybody's got those. And like, how can this guy not have them if he didn't? Then I would right. be concerned about that motherfucker, for sure. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's yeah. like if he if he doesn't have anything, he's got a clean slate. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> there's something <laughs> yeah. worse wrong with Weird. him. Weird. Yeah. No shit. Thumbs up. Wow. <laughs> you know, if he's not had an affair, if he didn't do drugs, <laughs> then, yeah, exactly. You know, he's uh, a serial Lamb, killer. Sheriff Lamb, man, he's as a jizz as come. He's he's a daily fight, and he still has time to come hang out with little old me and you know and our guys here and and uh and uh, we appreciate him so yeah man my hat's off to that guy my big cowboy hat that he has all the time man. he's he's a good dude man and uh he's what we need in america right now man absolutely sure. yeah, yeah definitely so uh go listen to that that podcast episode with skill set live i don't do you know remember the which just like you said it, i don't know what we're we've had we're say? almost at 200 on skill set live we had skill set overtimes we're about uh, close to 100 so oh you got two two podcasts we did. We got. We cut one because it was just too much. I mean, we couldn't keep track. So, <laughs> Shit, dude. Um, the old, the old skill set, uh, skill set overtimes were a little bit more. Uh, just Ben and I just talking shit, having fun. So if you like that type of stuff, that's what we want to go for. If you like guests, um, that's our skill set live most of the time. But uh, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, you can check back in the last year. Uh, you'll see uh, Sheriff. Land. Yeah, they're on Spotify, iTunes, all the the major podcasting apps there. But I did, I did see that. It was like one of the more recent ones, I think. For sure, yeah, yeah. So. We we try to get him in here about uh, at least once or twice a year, you know, to give us updates, especially when it comes to you know stuff that's happening like the border. You know, I mean, yeah. that's a big, you know, or anything cartel related. Those are the guys that know, man. You know, and they. Well, we'd love to have him on this podcast. So uh, next time, uh, you, I will tell you get him, his ear. Yeah, he, the Lead Head Brigade. He'll be a great guest, uh, and uh, him and like I said, his his number two chief deputy uh, Matt Thomas. That guy is just awesome as well, man. And he's a little Matt's a little bit more raw, right? You're gonna get the f bombs from Matt. <laughs> oh, that's that's it, fine. It, it, I've had James Jagger on here before, so I get. <laughs> oh, shit. all right. Yeah. <laughs> we get lots so. of f bombs. He's kind of cleaned it up though lately, so he's, <laughs> he, he's not as bad. That's good. Uh, that's but good. definitely, uh, Sheriff Lamb is our hero. He he deserves a ride on Lead Force One. Damn straight. So our jack wagons get a ride on the jack wagon train, and uh -huh. our heroes get a ride on Lead Force One. 
Like that. Yeah. So like. so we're gonna put <laughs> lamb, sheriff lamb on the the lead force one, definitely. Give him a first class seat. And and our pilot for Lead Force One, Jason. Yes. Is the ghost of Charlton Heston. Wow. Not Charlton Dang. Heston, but the ghost of Charlton Heston, because that's like even that. more badass. That is more badass. <laughs> <laughs> Take from my dead cold, or cold dead hands. Wait, I'm already dead. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> and I know you saw the um, uh, Planet of the Apes movie growing up, uh, right? Of course, yeah. So you know when they're walking through the desert mm-hmm. and they're kind of losing their mind a little bit, and he he yeah. breaks out into that laugh. Yeah. Like in the in the valley, and it starts echoing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's the sound effect I use for uh, the okay. ghost of, of Charlton Heston. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. I love that one. So there's our hero, and then of course, uh, you know, Biden with his uh, laxed border um, laws, definitely a jack wagon. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. So I was going through uh, the news, mm-hmm. um, and I do this thing too, where I'll, I'll just periodically just read the headlines for like sure. Fox and CNN, and just kind of see what's trending. Okay. So I think the last time I did that, what was trending? It was like two or three episodes ago was uh, you could see, you know, you could kind of see a theme, and it was um, cops shooting, you know, shooting civilians, cops right. on trial for shooting, defund the police. That was kind of the right. big the big thing then. Um, and was it yesterday or Friday? Maybe it was Friday when the, the anniversary for George, the George Floyd, Floyd yeah. debacle was, uh, and then they rioted again on the anniversary <laughs> Of the the George Floyd thing, of course, you didn't see a whole lot of coverage, media coverage on that at all. Did um, you see the uh, the the drive by shooting during the newscast there? Oh shit, no! <laughs> so they had yeah, because the left the left wing media tried to hide this as quick as possible. You can still find it. You go on Twitter or go on something. And just so they had, I saw it from two different angles, two different newscasters. They're out there giving a their little. They're in George Floyd Square, all right, and they're giving yeah. their. The little, you know, five minutes talk through and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, pop, 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 pop. And the guy's like, uh, and he's trying to keep on with the broadcast. All of a sudden, pop, pop, pop. It's a gun battle behind him, like a block behind him. And this is Everybody like in Portland? Yeah. Everybody drops their shit. They all hide. The cameras are still rolling. There's probably 20, 30 shots to go off uh, right there in, in uh, George Floyd Square, man. It couldn't it couldn't been any more better time. <laughs> Poetic, right? <laughs> yeah. It was just like Jesus, man. So yeah, poetic I'm sure justice. Your fans out there have seen it, but yeah, it's crazy. So I went to Fox and I googled uh, riots to see what would come up, and they had like uh-huh. one article on it on really? on the riots for the the George Floyd anniversary, and then CNN had nothing. I googled their site, tried to find any kind of nothing. They had nothing on it whatsoever. Um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So you know they're they're sweeping it under the uh, the rug, but. Fox today, as of this point, 527 at around 2.43 p.m. Central. Mm. Uh, all right, headline, defund fallout. Here, let me share my screen. I think I can do that All right. on uh, Skypers. Share screen. And did it do anything? I, uh, I see me. Hey, beautiful you. <laughs> Hey, what's Beautiful up? Beautiful Jason. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. How about now? Hey. Oh, I got you now. Okay, I got you. Okay. Again, defund fallout. Alleged gangbanger charged in murder of student in Minneapolis shining spotlight on police critics. Mm. This is Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, mystery of COVID's origins. Ah, uh, yeah. It's still a mystery. 
still a mystery. They're coming around and like they're starting to say, "Oh wait, uh, maybe it did come from China." It's like, no shit. <laughs> it's like, well, come on. Well, logical people are saying that, but the Biden administration is still not kind of. Yeah, they're still, still wanting to deny. It's still racist to think that. Yeah, I know. Uh, right? <laughs> blatant discrimination. Chicago Dem Lightfoot sued for not giving white reporter interview. There's a did twist. You, did you see that? Uh, hmm. That one right there, uh, it blew my mind, right? So uh, I always try to stay out of the racial fight because I think it's media pops it up more than anything. Absolutely. But yeah. This uh, this this weird looking Beetlejuice looking, I don't know, this, <laughs> I don't know this, this, this mayor, right? Oh, it's a great the Beetlejuice. I love that. Yeah, she's got them sunken eyes. She does. Time. She looks like yeah. Beetlejuice. <laughs> right. So. She, I guess, she says that she will not take, uh, she will not take interviews from anyone except people of color, right? Which, uh, once again, that's blatantly racist. I mean, right off the bat, you're discriminating against someone because of their color of skin. Blah blah. Right, it doesn't like, go one way. It doesn't right. just go one uh, way. Can I throw up that she has a white wife? So you won't take questions from a white or even Asian, they said. They won't even take from Asian uh, reporters. But you go home to a, a Caucasian wife every night. So how does that work? I, I don't understand it, man. But then it, also, that's she's to figure out liberal logic. <laughs> okay. Impossible. So she's a lesbian. Yes. Also. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that about yeah. her. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, you know what they uh, say about white women. Yeah, she uh, so she doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they say about white women. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's some good insight. Good deal. Uh -huh. Good deal. There you go. Yeah. Um, so cool. we scan down a little bit more. We got unfathomable grief. Family dog kills infant after dad briefly steps away. Massive shark terrifies passengers as it circles boats in the Atlantic Ocean. That's fun. Well, there are sharks in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, shocker. And you if you're in a boat. <laughs> I love the people like they're like they go out and they they swim in the ocean. Look, I, I was in the, I was a reconnaissance guy, man, in the Marines, and so I did a lot of time swimming in the ocean. And I realized once I get in that ocean, I am not at the top of the food chain anymore, right? I am I am far from it. I mean, I'm probably three or four way movement. down on the food chain. Yeah, yeah. you know. So uh, when all of a sudden we would see, I was in Hawaii, we would do like these uh, parachute ops into water, and never forget. And you would see shadows of sharks. And I, I knew what I was getting into as I was getting ready to land. I'm like, I need to, I need to walk on water and get the hell out of here because uh, that's their territory, man. I'm out, right? <laughs> Crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're we're um, we're lucky that they share their waters as much as they do with us. Uh, I yeah. scuba dive, you know, and I, I love scuba oh, yeah, diving. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. But I stay away you know. from sharks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no uh, pet shark is gonna be in my future, man. No, sir. No, sir. Yeah. <laughs> So it goes on down. David Marcus, social media got it wrong. Who's holding them accountable? And he's talking about the coronavirus. Yep. yep Manhunt. Yep. Police name armed and dangerous suspect and brutal double murder of military couple. Saw that, man. I don't um that was weird. It was a it keeps saying military couple, but I think that they were actually like cause I saw their age was like sixty five and seventy. They were older. They were like physicians or something. So Maybe they were in the military back in the day, or okay, maybe it says military veterans. And um, yes, police in Virginia have identified a suspect in a double murder of a husband and wife, both military veterans, yeah, who were shot outside their home in Springfield on Wednesday morning. Uh, dude, I'm not even gonna say his name. One in connection to brutal murders, Fairfax County Police Department. The couple yeah. was shot in cold blood in the front yard. Um, Fairfax County Police said. Yeah, well, we'll make sure we defund the police, right? Oh, yeah, De defund the police because yeah. uh, <laughs> Last thing this stuff will stop happening then. You're right. 
God. Defund the police. But that that kind of kind of a mixed theme here with the corona and the the, the police on Fox. Let's go let's run over to CNN. Mm. Uh CNN's right here. McConnell doubles down on pressure campaign. Uh, okay. uh, the Republican has made the unusual move of asking senators to support filibustering the bill creating a January 6th commission as a personal favor to him. Yeah, I, I'm not really read up in that, man. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what was, this, the January 6th commission and all this stuff, I mean, I'm actually shocked that we're still fucking talking about this thing. So man, basically you know? it's the... The White House, what they call it, the I call them riots, but they're calling it insurrection. Tell what, yeah. tell what this is all about. I guess so. Uh, yeah. I don't know. San Jose gunman appeared to specifically target his victims. Sheriff says. So another oh, yeah. ma- another mass shooting. Well, I didn't think there was. Uh, you're not allowed to have guns in California. Wait, wait, what happened? What happened? Right. Those laws. Yeah. Those laws there. <laughs> yeah, isn't, right? isn't murder everywhere illegal? <laughs> That's crazy to, I mean, to begin I mean, with. Why were people dying if murder was illegal? I don't I don't understand how that works, man. So I had uh, uh, Clint Emerson on a couple episodes ago, and nice. and he's like, "This is going to be the year of the mass shooting." Yeah, because I think we've already had like some ridiculous number, but we were like correlating the current administration, their agenda, and the mass shootings. Is like okay, yeah that that's a little coincidental. Hmm. It, it is, it, and it won't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, you'll see my shock face will be just like, hmm, when all this happens. Because it's uh, – I'm right with you. I, I'm not a big tinfoil hat guy. I am sometimes, I guess. But a lot of times I just think but that – But there's uh, something to to a lot of this, you know? Well, there is. Yeah, there is. And, and you know, I, I look back at this. Remember, I don't know, you guys, if you can remember way back, I don't know, what, two years ago, three years ago, there was this – Big mass shooting in Vegas, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody forgot about that. Whatever happened to that dude? What's his story? What was the back? I mean, you know what? That's what. That's where my tinfoil hat goes on. It's like you got a guy who's created who was the largest mass shooting in the United States, and then we it just it's off the map. We don't happen in, happened in what's you know supposedly the most secure town in mm-hmm. in the United States, right? Uh, you know, Vegas, right? Um, but yeah, that was swept under the carpet just as quick as it happened. It's just weird, huh? Yeah, it's uh. And you never heard little, anything else about it. My temple hat starts tinging right there when I see that. <laughs> yeah. See that? Oh, and then what happened? The result of that? Bump stocks got banned. Bump stocks. Well, that was a ooh, right? good they job. got they got um, <laughs> relabeled as machine yeah. guns. Yeah. <laughs> Redefined, which you know that's our big scare right now is this doofus that they're pointing to the ATF now. Uh, what's his name? Chipman or Chipper or. Yeah, uh, uh, something like that is yeah. uh, blatantly anti-gun. Says that he is for banning guns and AR-15s. Yep. Um, but you know he's pushing forward, and it looks like he's probably going to get appointed. Uh, hopefully not. How about we just ban the ATF? What's wrong with that movement? I right? can get behind that. I'll uh, I'll make a flag or something if we need to. Or whatever I, I, you... I don't think you have any problem getting people behind you on that one. I think that should be the next <laughs> cover of the the skill set mag. Is well, I like that. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean it's like I mean, a dude. like a big finger, you know, to the yeah. ATF. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <So>. Love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> headlines: First ever Colorado River water shortage is now almost certain. New projections show. Okay. Uh, 
I mean, that's something. They're leading to something wow. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best uh, Buy CEO, four challenges are why it's hard to hire workers right now because yeah, you, you, they're getting paid more to sit on their ass. 100%, man. I mean, when they were doing this, uh, I don't know what it is, like that little stimulus injection to the unemployment. Why would you? If I if I go, if I had to go work and I can, uh, I make, let's say, 500 bucks a week, just throw it out there. But I can sit on unemployment and make 600 bucks a week. I mean, is it really a shocker to anybody what you're going to do? I can sit on my ass and watch Jerry Springer. They don't even have Jerry Springer anymore. I used to love that. I think uh, he but, died, didn't he? Is he still alive? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I like that guy, man. Uh, but uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's uh -oh. so Corona's over, man. Believe it or not, suck it up. It's uh, cut off all the. the you know, uh, the bonuses on your, your unemployment, all that shit, man. It just drives me nuts. Uh, it, it, we saw that on the, what, the employment numbers that just came out, right? We're expecting millions of people to be in a new job or people being employed. Then all of a sudden we were like a quarter of that. Well, no shit. Has that really surprised anybody? I mean, it's like it, Americans are inherently lazy. I hate to say this. Sorry to shock anybody. But, you know, uh, the, the easy way out is, uh, in, is in a lot of people's blood, man, in America. So when, it's, when I can get paid to do nothing, of course they're going to do nothing. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, I feel like an old man. Get off I my mean, it's not, it's not hard to figure out what the problem is here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not minimum yeah. wage. Sure. Yeah, minimum wage isn't the issue. No, it's, not at all. It's these stimulus checks. And uh, absolutely. And government grants and all this other shit they're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, it's great. We're spending so much money. It's 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 uh it's no shock that everything's so expensive now and freaking gas is going up, groceries are going up. I couldn't believe it. My wife came back to you like I spent three hundred bucks on groceries the other day and I look, I'm like, it's like I don't even know, like a car seat full. I'm like, where's the three hundred? What'd you buy, man? You know, it's just everything's going up, man. I'm like, what the hell is going Everything. on? Everything. And they're and they're blaming it on COVID. Everybody's yeah. blaming it on. It's like this. COVID is the scapegoat for people's reasons to, you know, to do things that people don't like. It's like, all right, for sure. I'm going to raise the price on it. Well, it's because of COVID. You know, we can't get yeah. employees. Went to uh, <laughs> we went to Georgia this past weekend uh, for the Iraq veteran. They had a range day there. That looked fun. I oh, it is fun. Yeah, it's a great time. How's your ears right now? Because I just I saw nothing but full auto fire for like days going on. That's all they do there. I think they shot somewhere around twenty thousand rounds or something in a day and a half. And wow, uh, that's you know awesome. nobody nobody got killed or was hurt. No, or, no mass shootings. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> no racial incidents or <laughs> or or anything like that, man. I mean, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't understand yeah. it. But um. <laughs> you know, gas is that what we were talking about? Gas. Yeah, I think we're at that. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, there's the price. The, oh, I was going to a restaurant, like mm. like a Hardee's or something like that. But they wouldn't let you come in. They've shut well. down their because all the people have lifted basically their bans now, and you've been able to go to restaurants and everything for a while. In our right. town, for for months, you've been able to do that. Same here in Arizona. Yeah, and they're like it's because we don't have the staff. Oh, really? We don't. That's their excuse now. It's like, we don't have the staff to open up our dining area, so you have to use the drive-thru now. Wow. It's like, really? that sounds like a bullshit excuse to me. Yeah. I think you're, you're, you found out that your overhead's a lot less and you're making a lot more by 100%. through this COVID. That you, you know, just say that then. <laughs> yeah. You think with the amount, so like funny, I hardly eat fast food anymore, but you know, sometimes you're on the road, just whatever. So right. you got to eat. Yeah. 
I gotta have so, Bojangles, man. I gotta get my biscuit and. I love little Bojangle. That's some South shit right there, man. I'm, uh, I'm in the Southwest. We don't have that out here, man. But uh, <laughs> you missing uh, out. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? But, but uh, I went to a Wendy's, right, of all places. Right? Yeah. So I was like, and I remember the last time I went there, we got the same. I would get the same shit. I'm a creature of habit, man. And I got like a, you know, my, my combo meal that I always get, right? And it was, I remember it was like six fifty. And I'm going, God dang, six fifty for a little burger and a thing of fries. But whatever. I went back the other day. It's ten dollars now. I'm like ten dollars. What, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, so I mean everything just right through the roof, man. So I'm like, man, this is crazy. How when's it going to stop? I don't know, you know. But uh, you know, we got dudes like uh, you know douchebags like John Cena. Oh, did I tell you about John Cena? You didn't know about John no, Cena? No, speaking okay. of jack wagons, yeah, tell yeah, me the John Cena. He, oh, he's definitely the jack wagon. And I know a lot of your fans out there know what this story. If you haven't heard it yet, I don't know. So he's doing uh, another film. I don't know what it. Maybe Fast and Furious 14 or some shit. I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, I think right? he's in the uh, the new DC. Um, what is that? Death Squad, something Squad, Suicide Squad. Is that the oh, one? Okay. Maybe, yeah, I'm sure he is. Okay. You know, the guy's, uh, you know, and, and he's, you know, he played the the Marine, and, you know, he's got a pass a lot. He's a WWE dude, so, yeah. okay, whatever, man. You know, I, I didn't mind the guy. You know, everybody screams, John Cena. Because he wore, like, the American flag and stuff, red, white, and blue. Wasn't he, like, yeah. he, he was the big patriotic, patriotic kind of wrestling? You know, sure, you know, so it was yeah. like, okay, cool, man. Oh, so he, he uh, does his press junkets, I guess, and uh, for his next film, and uh, which opens up in Taiwan and China and all this stuff. Well, he gets he came on and said, "Hey, people, uh, Cha Taiwan, your you know, your country's great, and uh, you're gonna get to see our film first in the country of Taiwan." Well, China, who we all know owns fucking Hollywood, 100 percent, right? They own um, America. Come on, who yeah, be kidding? Yeah, it's true. Um, they said, "Wait a minute, China or Taiwan is not a country. First off, it's a province of China, and you will apologize for saying that." So. This douchebag gets on whatever national worldwide TV yeah. and, and apologizes to China. But wait, there's more. It makes his heartfelt apology in Mandarin in Chinese. He doesn't even do it in America. I speak actually really good Chinese, which is even more scary. Really, it's, it's just like I mean, I'm talking. He had his mouth full of. Well, I won't go there. And it was anyway, actually him. It was him speaking and, Chinese. Yeah. And just giving this, I mean, look like a freaking war prisoner, man, you know, giving this uh, sorry to China. You're the greatest country in the world. I mean, just all types of shit. I wonder, I, I can't look. I know he's a big boy. I will fuck this guy up, man. I hate this dude, man. I just I cannot believe it. First off, don't ever use the title uh, or whatever it's called. Uh, I'm uh, the title of Marine or, you know, he got, somehow got this little on. Oh, there you yeah, go. He's, yeah. Okay, F9 star. I, I don't know what the Let's, F9 is. That, F9 Fast might be that movie. Oh, Fast oh. and Furious. That's what it is. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. F9 uh, star John Cena has professed his love for China after calling Taiwan a country during an mm -hmm. interview that generated a backlash among fans in Hollywood's most important international market. The controversy yeah. unfolded after Cena, who plays the brother of Vin Diesel's Tom Toretto in the ninth installment of the popular Fast and Furious franchise, gave an interview to a Taiwanese broadcaster. Taiwan is the first country that can watch F9, Cena told the broadcaster in Mandarin. Mm -hmm. uh, Taiwan is self-governed democratic uh, island, but China claims it as a sovereign territory despite two sides being ruled separately since the end of the Civil War over 70 years ago. Beijing considers any suggestions suggestion of Taiwan's independence crossing its red line and has been increasingly trying to use its uh, economic power to police speech on the topic around the world. 
I'm mm-hmm. sorry for my mistake, Cena said. I must say now, it's very, 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 very important that I love and I respect even more China and the Chinese people. Done. <laughs> Canceled. I yeah. I, I, listen, I mean, I never I, really followed the guy anyway, but yeah, whatever. He, I, I will. Uh, yeah. Once again, it's it's fucking Hollywood cuck. I don't even care, man. But it's one of those. That's guys what now, he is. He's a Hollywood cuck. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's uh, it, it's to me, it's just like you would sell. I get it. You got to do this. You want to stay employed. I don't give a shit what, what who my employer is. I will eat dog shit behind a dumpster before I apologize <laughs> to a communist country. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I might I'm, I'm, apologize to my fans, but I'm not going to apologize to the country. No, no way. You know, no, nothing communist. North, I'll tell you right now, North Korea, Cuba, China, you ain't getting my apology. I don't give a shit what happens, man. So I'll die before I do that, man. So, but maybe that's just the Marine in me or just the American in me. How about that? There you go. God. There you go. God, man. It's, it's so, so crazy, man. Is Cena you know, a uh, uh, former Marine? Is he a Marine or has he no, just played one on TV? He played one on TV, and it was like a one of those good, things. Good representation, so they kind of they didn't really make him an honorary marine, but he gets this weird fucking pass, which I always disagreed on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, hey, you, you don't get a pass unless you you went through boot camp and you've actually earned the title of marine, right? But that's just me, right? Um, but okay, you're an entertainer, big deal. Uh, but do you know how you pull this shit? Nope. Uh, we should retitle that the Merchant Marine instead of the Marine. That car. That, that's, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Merchant Marines. I probably just offended you out there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't even lump them in with them. You know, there's some I, some good hardworking yeah. men and women there. Yeah, no, for, no, for sure. It, it's it's uh, it's sad that that's the power of money and what it'll do to somebody, right? I'm like, how much money does this guy need? He literally could just quit everything right now. Sure. And he's going to be fine for the rest of his life. His kids are going to be right. I mean, the guy's a multimillionaire. Well, he's I not as know. big as The Rock, you know. He's not as, no, he's as more not. important or famous as The Rock, you know. They want right. The Rock to run for president. Oh, God. <laughs> Can yes. you imagine? Uh, unfortunately, he would be a contender because we have a brainwashed, you know, society out there that, uh, yeah. you know, the, the phone tells them everything. That's why. You know, I mean, for God's sake, th- Arnold Schwarzenegger was, he was governor of California, for God's sake. 100%. I know. As a Republican, too, I believe. So, uh, which is even yes. more weird. I think he, he's pretty uh, left these days. But anyway. He always uh, has been. You, you see what uh, you see what they do. They like, say. The, the Cardi B thing, right? I always, I always refer to her. There's a reason. Yeah, she's a former stripper. Whatever makes, I mean, horrible music. It doesn't matter. But she has millions and millions and millions of fans. And all you gotta do is get in Cardi B. You know, give her that money. Hey, tell people to vote for, you know, Biden. Oh, okay, yeah. so she she jumps on her Twitter or her or her fucking whatever it's TikTok, and then yeah, you just gain millions of votes. I guarantee you, gain millions of votes for a, a single Absolutely. tweet. So, yeah, it's the power of propaganda, man. Power of propaganda. Well, they earn future votes because you know the people that really follow her are underage. You know they can't vote yet, but no, yeah. without a doubt, they they are influential, and that's why they you know the politicians get them behind them. For sure, yeah, and that's the problem with the Rock too. I mean, he was a big anti-Trumper and all that shit, and it was just like whatever, man. Um, you know, I know a lot of people like him. I give two shits about the guy. Honestly, I, I don't care. There's a few, there's a handful of actors that I like, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them have been on our, my magazine. You know, oh, I want to talk about a couple of these. Uh, yeah. Rob Riggle, Michael Rooker. Yeah. yeah, Rooker. We've had Isaiah Washington on here, man. Uh, uh, even, um, well, I can look up here, and Ryan Phillippe was another one. Which I was going to ask you about him, too. Yeah, I want to talk about so, Ryan. Um, you know, we'll start with Ryan, which is. Okay. What's, which. 
you know, every he's a Hollywood hot thro- or heartthrob in the '90s. You remember the guy? You know, he's oh, actually yeah. pretty some decent. Cruel movies. Intentions is the first movie that I remember him in. Great <laughs> yeah, right? movie, love that movie. Uh, uh, Way of the Gun was a good movie he was in and yeah. all that shit, right? So, um, and he was shooter the, TV series. Okay, mo- most where, recent, yeah. Yeah, and it's where we fall in was uh, my good friend uh, Buck Doyle. Um, he's a recon guy. Was with me. Um, he's a great guy. You guys don't know. Follow through Buck. He's out there. He, he teaches tons of classes, long range shooting, a lot, a lot of long, long range gunfight. This guy's been in triple digit firefights. He's the only guy I know who's been shot uh, three times by by Dragonoff in one setting and lived. <laughs> oh shit! Fucking lived. That's dude. a badass. Yeah, leg broken half, arm broken half, third shot hit his plate, oh, uh, and he's due lived. And uh, and now he's back just kicking ass. So anyway, so we were out. He was training. Uh, he got a five-day training package for a shooter for uh, Ryan Phillippe and Omar Epps. And it was like, hey, this would be a good thing for skill set. We were really young. We were on our third issue. I was like, hell yeah. So we pack up the photo studio. Ben and I had 12 hours up in the mountains of Utah. And uh, for five days, we we go up there, we train with him, and, and you know one on one stuff. It was only about maybe five of us total. Yeah. And at the end of the, the thing was like, we're going to do our cover shoot, we're going to do all this stuff. This is going to be awesome, right? Well, day five, at the end of it, he I get he kind of calls us in the morning. He goes, I ain't doing a cover shoot, man. I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? He was huh? like, I, I look like shit. I, I'm tired. I've been you know beat up for the past five days. I got an image, and I was like, you fucking Hollywood piece of shit. All right, <laughs> we packed our shit up. I left. I was mad, right? Sure. Uh, and so I go back down. I'm sitting there now. The whole twelve hours we're trying to war game. What's the next cover? What we're going to do? Because I wasn't, you know, we're not going to cover, right? All right. So Ben and I are sitting there. Day after that, we get back. We're sitting here at the studio, and uh, sure enough, knock at the door. We got a little four thousand square foot studio. Knock at the door, and I look out the door. And if shit, I swear to God, there's Ryan Phillippe with a suit over his shoulder at our front door. I'm like, what? On his own dime, he went back to Hollywood, flew back out here, and he goes, I told you I'll do it. I just had to get ready for it. And I'm like, damn, that guy's a good dude, man. So yeah. he hung out for the next two days. By the way, don't go to dinner or take that guy to a restaurant. You get... <laughs> Yeah, you're invisible. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, wait just so you acknowledge us, dude. They were, I was like, you know, this is the big heartthrob guy, right? Oh, so, yeah, especially to get but, his suit uh, on, yeah. Yeah, he was a good dude, man. I would say really good guy because he, uh, you know, went out there and, you know, uh, Buck Dole, he doesn't care if you're the president of the United States or, you know, some whatever, right. nobody. He will treat you exactly the same. He's going to slap you in the back of the head if you're screwing up, and he did the exact same thing. But these guys, after four days, were making a, a you know, a, I think it was like 1,400-yard shot. Uh, Omar Epps was a spotter. and uh, They were uh, loving Ryan, it too, weren't they? Yeah, Ryan Phillippe nailed it. No outside, you know, hey, there's your target. Go. And it's like 1,400 yards away, and they did it. And it was like, okay, that's pretty impressive, man. Did you so, get to hang out while they were doing that? Yeah, I was there the whole time, man. Oh, man, that's time. awesome. It was fun. So you get guys like that, and it's like, okay, I got respect for you, man. I got respect for those guys, you know, because, you know, a lot of dudes, you you know, once again, you know it's an act, right? It's an act and or whatever, or they'll do yeah. a press junket. Of course, they're going to be nice to you, right? Um, but uh, so you never know until you get it here. Uh, Rob Riggle was great. Rob Riggle was funny oh, as man, hell. Oh, man, I would uh, love to hang out with that dude. We uh, The funny story about that dude is if you got time. I don't I, I know. We I got, I got all day, yeah, man. I don't set funny. a time limit. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this is we great. Get, we get we get Rob Riggle here at the studio, and um, at the time, I, I, I want to do. There's a thing, and you guys can look it up later or whatever. But there's a stuff, this, uh, mag, old magazines called Men, Men's Pulp magazines, right? It was a style magazines, and it was very. It was used after World War Two, uh, Korean War. You can look it up. You can see the style magazines. They were very in your face, like just crazy, wild 
no shit there I was stories. There's always like a chick that's half almost naked and getting ready to get her head cut off and some dude saving her life against some Japanese, you know, crazy stuff like that, right? Well, I always loved those things. And it was made for the soldiers and and uh, and guys that came back from the war. They kind of, you know, you needed stuff like that, right? So right. Um, to, to read and whatnot, kind of work your way back in society, man. So, but uh, yeah, so anyway. I wanted to do a cover like that. I wanted to do a, something crazy out, off the wall cover. And uh, there you go. You see it right there. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pulling it so, up for our video. Um. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I was like, hey, I go, Rob, I go, we could do the standard stand there, you know, type of picture or whatnot. In fact, you see me around, right on top of him getting my ass right by, here. But, yeah. Cause you know, Rob was a <laughs> former Marine, right? He was a retired Marine. Right. Like, and that's something yeah. I didn't know about him until recently. I started watching, um, he had this, this TV series where he was like, uh, an, uh, um, an Indiana Jones type thing. And he was going mm -hmm. and searching for treasure and, and shit like that. And I was just yeah. like, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was awesome. Cause so, he's in those, for those who don't know, Rob Riggle, he's, he's done a lot of the Adam Sandler movies. I think Adam kind of yeah. brought him up into it, but he did that one with the rock. Um, and, um, Marky Mark, the other, the other guys, yeah, the other was, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite one with that. He plays that. Do a desk pop. Do the desk pop. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we were sitting there, and I was like, all right. Step goes, Brothers? He was in Step Brothers? Step Brothers, yeah. Oh, yeah, the uh, Catalina wine mix. Oh, right? my so, God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I go, look, I want to do something uh, something different, man, you know? And he's like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, is, I'm here. Let's, let's do whatever. I'm like, I want you to fight a bear. He's like, a what? I go, trust me on this. I go, I'm a Photoshop master, right? So I dress up in this thing. I put a, a buck knife in his hand with a leather strap. And I go, just look over your shoulder, and you're ready to kick the shit out of somebody. He had no idea what was going on, right? So <laughs> right. I go, I go, Rob, just trust me. I go, and he did. He was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. So anyway, we did the cover, good to go. It was it was an earlier cover, it was our fourth cover actually, and um, you know you, you can only get so much uh, love out of it, right? Because you're, you're a smaller company. Sure. Well, his agent calls me one night. It said, hey, man, uh, you should watch Conan O'Brien. Rob's going to be on it, man. I'm like, eh, all right, I don't watch Conan O'Brien. But I'm like, thanks, dude. Yeah. So I go to bed that night. Uh, my wife comes back, wakes me up like midnight. She's like, holy shit. I go, come here, watch. And she DVR'd it. I go, what they did, they surprised Rob with this cover on, uh, on Conan O'Brien. Oh, really? And it was like a good five-minute segment of just the covers being up there and him talking about it. And he was like, he goes, dude, I had no idea. I went there because this crazy Marine is tattooed, and he was telling me, hey, you're going to fucking fight a bear. Or I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I didn't say that, but you know what? It's right. Like, you say all this shit. He goes, I'm going to do it. I don't want my ass kicked by this guy. You know, it was funny <laughs> as hell, man, and it really helped us out, believe it or not. I was going to say, so maybe you, you attribute some of your success to Conan O'Brien? I know. It's just uh, weird. I never you hate that, right? <laughs> Yeah. So, but, uh, he was a cool dude, man. Really good. You know, we got to really talk behind the scenes of Hollywood and figure out, you know, at that time of Hollywood, it was getting the stage where you, you had to play ball on the you know politics. So you're going to get fucked over. Right. Whereas right. a lot of people were like, well, he's a little left. I'm like, I asked him, I'm like, straight up. We're at the lunch. I'm like, dude, what, what is that? He goes, I'm just trying to make it, dude. You know, he goes, so if I have to fucking nod my head, I mean, he's never really, really extreme. Come left. Out. Like that. Yeah. But he, you know, he goes on these shows, these Conan O'Briens and stuff like that. So, which a lot of people were like, ah, oh, fuck that guy. But you know, he's actually a really good dude. He really is, man. And uh, and he's he was at the stage where he's just starting to get, you know, some decent roles and all that stuff. So it is what it is, man. You know, um, I like the guy. Really good cat. Um, we don't. He seems really like he would be an awesome dude to hang out with. Now, is he like? Is he got like a stance on Pro Two A or anything like that? Or is he just? Is he one of those that like just buries it and keeps it? 
he he, he did, like he didn't touch anything, right? He didn't cover anything, right? I, I didn't put a gun in his hand, and take a picture, but he probably would have if he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm not even gonna put it that way. I'm not gonna make it awkward, man. Well, I, go, I mean, we oh, got a picture shit. right here of him with uh, you know, one of those. Right. The, the old, good old, uh, yeah. Uh, Full auto in sixteen, baby. Yeah. So it was. Uh, so you know, once again, he was he was solid, man, and. Uh, we don't talk much anymore. With like every one of our we don't talk much anymore. Yeah, it's just you know, everybody goes their own ways and this and that. But uh, you know, guys like Michael Rooker, that was our next one, right? Oh, bringing in yeah. Michael Rooker. For those who don't know, uh, Michael Rooker, and you should bring up that cover because that cover is my favorite, by the way. Um, Michael Rooker, Walking Dead. He's Yondu on Guardians of the Galaxy. The guy's been a thousand movies, man, and just a solid, solid dude, right? Well, that one that he kicked his career off with, you know, he. Um, oh, the, the, the horror movie one? The, the, like Henry, the serial killer dude? Yeah, movie? Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, man. That was one of my... I'm a big horror movie fan, if you guys don't, I don't know. But people who listen to this whole podcast know I'm a, I'm a diehard horror guy. And that was one I watched as a kid going, this guy's fucked. I'll never meet this guy. And then I'm actually like almost best friends with the guy now, right? So That's awesome. Um, so we're like, hey... Now, I've Mike, reached out to him to try to get him on the show, so you make a connection there. That'd be I awesome. I connection for sure, man. Yeah, because he's... Uh, he was one of the, this is how cool this guy was. So we, you know, we get a hold of his agent. You gotta go through the agent routes and all this shit, right? Yeah. So basically, the agent's like, "Hey, man, I'm just gonna hook you guys up." And I'm like, "Oh, wow, this is cool." So I get this phone call. There's Rooker. He's just like, "Hey, man, he's super cool." He goes, "Cause he's go, a yeah. he's an avid gun enthusiast too, and he makes no bones about it." Yeah, I, and this he's, is which is gets even cooler, by the way. So I'm like, "Hey, uh." If I go, all right, cool, check us out. I go, we're gonna, you know, fly your first class. He goes, hey man, I live in Burbank. How about fuck it? How about I drive out? You guys are in Phoenix. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. You know, so he drives out. Um, there's a good shot of all of us right there. That's actually at Haley's place right there. Uh, and like, yeah, so, that's what this was. That virtual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot right thing there. he's got. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so he, he drives out. He calls me about like 11 o'clock at night. He gets in. He goes, come out, come get a drink. And I'm like, Jesus. So we go. I go out to town. And uh, we get a little lit up with him that night. And, uh, yeah, there's a great picture, basically, the next morning, by the way. So uh, that was all awesome. his idea. That was his idea. He's like, I want to be in costumes. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> damn. We just grab whatever you grab. But this guy, man, uh, he would – we took him shooting. Uh, I didn't know how much of a diehard gun guy this guy is. I mean, he is yeah. – This is how, let me tell you how diehard it is, right? He lives in California, right? Oh, there's my RPG. That's this, awesome. That's my baby right there. Um and uh, which you all know, California gun laws. So this guy, he, he actually bought a house in like Bullhead City, Arizona, which is right on the border of California, just so he can have guns shipped there. Right. And so he can just drive two hours so he can go play with them, man. That's uh, that's how diehard this guy is, which that's is awesome. freaking awesome. If you ask me. Right. So uh, <laughs> good dude, man. Uh, he was only supposed to stay like a day. He ended up staying like three days, man. And I mean, to the point where I'm like, all right, man, time to go, <laughs> uh, to go Michael. <laughs> yeah. And, Drank uh, all our booze, shot all our ammo. It's it's time yeah, to go. Whatever said. And uh, but the the best part was was the cover. I'm like, all right. I was like, Michael, you've done everything, dude. You've done, I mean, almost everything. What is something you haven't done? Because I'm trying to figure out. At the time, we have no idea what to do with the cover, right? What all you right. think? You, you got a movie star here. You should probably figure this shit out, right? But um, if you type in the cover, you I guess to put it up for the people to see or whatnot. The skill set cover. But uh, if not, I can bring it up. Is it on this article? No, it's probably not on that article. I just Google it, man, or whatever. Duck, duck, go it, or whatever you're doing. Um, so I go, what? What haven't you done? He's like, well, I never, I never played a soldier. And I'm like, really? Fuck, I didn't do that. You know? I was like, okay. And I'm like, um, what? If, how about you? What if you're killing a Nazi? He's like, I fucking hate Nazis. I'm like, who doesn't, man? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. So. 
Literally, oh, dude, that is bad. Yeah, this is my favorite cover. So I, you know, we go buy, we buy, believe it or not, buy a Nazi uniform, right? Uh, which is weird, by the way, if you've ever tried to do that. Uh, I had the old War II 101st Airborne outfit already, right? And, I would think uh, he'd be able to one. get a, a line on costumes and shit being in Hollywood. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, we actually do have a line on, on it. I've gotten Buffalo Soldier costumes, which I'll talk about in a second. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, so the Nazi down there getting butt stroked is actually my assistant editor, Ben. Um, that Ben? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we, he did this cover, and, you know, and once again, I did the Photoshop work and got all that stuff put together and all the back, and he saw it, and he was just like, holy shit. He was so happy with this cover, man, which I did too, because I tried to make it old school. So the old men's pulp type of magazine. So even like this, this, um, this crumpled look and stuff like that. You did all that. That's yeah, I did it all, man. We did it all. That's so the way the all... cover. It looked like it's been, yeah, it you found like it in your grandpa's, um, <laughs> attic. Yes, 100%. That's, that's exactly. awesome, dude. Yeah. And he that's loved so awesome. it. And it, it was like, it really, if like I said, if you type in men's pulp magazines, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about on the, the thing. Um, it, it's, it was, it really mirrored like the old, uh, uh, the old covers, man. So yeah, you'll see when you pop that thing up, just, do any uh, so go any image search here. So oh, like yeah, yeah. Men, for, men, for men only, right? That one and, and just some crazy wild ass shit that they always put on there. It's just like that's awesome, you know. And I always wanted something like that, so we did that style. It's like magazine. the old Sergeant Fury. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic you know, books and right. Yeah. And so those are and they don't make those anymore. A lot of them weren't very PC, you know, and all that stuff. So he's always <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's always someone getting tortured or killed in the front, and there's some soldier getting ready to kill, you know, and you know, stuff like that. So, but um, you know, it, it's it was a blast and it was it was fun and he was just 100% all about it, man. And uh, yeah, I could and to this day, uh, I text him right now. He'll jump on the phone. Just one of those guys. It, he comes every time he rolls through here. That you know, you know, he'll, he'll do these cons and stuff signing. Uh, he'll come by and swing by just because he wants to shoot guns. <laughs> That's like awesome. So really good guy. And, uh, you know, he also let us in on the uh, the Hollywood thing. You know, he goes, there is a blacklist. You know, I mean, he, mm -hmm. told, he straight up told So it you, exists. Like, yeah, it's yeah, a thing. Goes, it's, it, it's really it a thing. It exists. And it's, um, and if you're on it, you're, you, you're, you're starving to death, you know? So mm -hmm. it's, it sucks. And, you know, what's, I've heard that from everybody, you know? Did and, he give you any kind of insight as far as, you know, the up and coming, like, leaders of Hollywood because, you know, like the guns and, you know, the people that he's done the Guardians of the Galaxy with and, yeah. you know, people like that. Are they more pro-gun leaning or? Yeah, I, I, nah, I didn't. Yeah, we didn't really And, you know, like much, like Keanu Reeves with the, the, the John Wick movies and, of course, yeah. you know, he he's really pushed and promoted a lot of the training and, you for know, sure. stuff that he's done for those movies. Yeah, and that's so, uh, that's why I love Keanu. We tried to get him a cover. He didn't. He didn't. It was he was too big at the time, so uh, <laughs> it didn't work out so well for us. But uh, was he on the? Was he in the mag? No, no. We we tried to we tried to get him for a cover, and it's just uh, and he was cool. Well, we actually talked to him, which is nice, right? Yeah. And he was just like, yeah. He goes when it makes sense. I think I say when it when it's time when the time when it makes sense, I'll do it. Like I think you you know I was like, hey man, we don't have to do the John Wick shit because everybody's doing Dude's it. Right? motorcycles, go, he has, man. He makes some he badass motorcycles. motorcycles. But I want to push, and that kind of lit him up a little. He's like, ooh, I like that, but it just it didn't work out. Yeah. Maybe one day, you know. I still think it's good. I mean, that's what so, I would talk to him about if I had him on the show. I'd talk about his his bikes, yeah, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, and so that's some, that's kind of because we try to do that. So that's one thing I, I love about what we do for skill sets. Like I try to do, 
Yeah, you got you know you can go to Wikipedia and find everything you want about uh, you know Michael Rooker, right? And mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk about that shit anymore. I was like, let me find out something that we don't know about you, you know. And and so that way our readers have something like, wow, okay, you get them reading the magazine, and they're like, I, now I learned something, man. You know, I didn't have to just go to Wikipedia. And we did the same thing for Isaiah Washington, which is another one of my favorite covers, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, know he was Grey's Anatomy. He's done all types of stuff, man. My favorite was a uh, Ghost Ship. Once again, I'm a horror fan, right? So, uh, but. Uh, Isaiah is a great dude. He's a big gun guy, which, um, which has gotten. And he was a Trump supporter, which got him booted out of out of Hollywood, you know, uh, pretty pretty quick. But he doesn't back down, man. And that's what I liked about the guy. He, he he's just like, these are my values. I believe uh, I believe Trump's the guy for us. And I'm pro gun. I'm pro constitution. And uh, if you don't like it, fuck off. So <laughs> that's and, and so now he's making his own movies outside of Hollywood, you know. So yeah, there we go. Isaiah Washington one. We actually so I, and that's what I asked him was. Um, I'm sure there's a bigger one Get later. A bigger one, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it said. was it, <laughs> right. But it was uh, it was one of those things where he's just like uh, you know we were doing a whole article on on the on the Buffalo Soldiers, which is a, a great historic piece and. And so we got him a costume, got him an outfit, and uh, and you know we did a kick-ass cover with him riding in the riding his horse, which is you know all photoshopped and all that stuff, shooting the gun and and all that stuff. We had a fun time with that guy, and to this day, I, once again, he he picks up the phone anytime I call. We talk and he bounces ideas because he want you know he really. What's likes some beating. of the big movies he's been in? Because I'm I'm not as familiar with him. Uh, so he was more of a TV guy. He, he was on they say Grey's Anatomy for years. He was on The Hundred. Um, he's done. Uh, a shitload of movies, man. I can't find but, uh, a big one of it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Where, I'm sure it's just somewhere. It's, sometimes uh, DuckDuckGo, for some reason, the lag behind. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look it up. It's all good. It's, it was a really cool cover, and he's a really good dude. And yeah, it's like a Civil War kind of kind of theme. Uh, yeah, Buffalo Soldier. Yeah, so Buffalo yeah, Soldier. around that time frame, you know, and um, and it was it was pretty cool, man. And, and once again, the guys, I love the fact that how pro gunny is, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks how, how hypocritical Hollywood is because they were so anti-gun, but yeah, they make all their money off guns, you know? So it Right, was exactly. You know, I was watching Die Hard uh, last yeah. night. and Yeah, there you go. Exactly, right? He's just so, like, what a bunch of hypocrites. It's a great freaking movie, though. I, right. And, and, and we've all said it, you know? And it's just like, it's so weird that, you know... Those, what about those first- Bruce Willis? You ever had any inside uh, track on getting him? I want to get him. I, I, you know what? And that's actually one of the guys I think we could get. You know, he's later in his career and and whatnot. You know, yeah, he's so, doing a lot uh, of like uh, Steven Seagal movies these days. You know, those kind of be just cranking cranking one out a week. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, my man Steven Seagal. Everybody hates him except me. We're we're so we're good friends. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I've heard I've heard differentiating right. stories with uh, so, with Seagal, but. As a as a good friend of Steven, right? Yeah. Uh, he's been here at the studio a few times, hangs out. We, I've had a lot of 3 a.m. phone conversations with the guy. Um, he's crazy as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. All right, I'll be the first. I'll tell him to his face, man. He he's on a different planet, man. Have you drank his um, energy drink though? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but I when I heard hear. about it, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about another person yeah. who loves the Chinese. <laughs> Maybe that was Japanese. Actually, was that Japanese? It was Japanese. Wasn't he, it? So he's big Japanese guy. Yeah, so it was he Japanese. Was, in the martial arts world, he's actually a legend, uh, believe it or not, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Aikido, I believe, or whatever it is. Yeah. Even though we years ago you see him in the UFC escorting guys in the UFC down the, to the, the cage. That was right. ridiculous. Yeah, that was dumb, and I think he even admits it was dumb. But uh, it was. Um, he's really a good guy. 
big pro gun guy, first off, you know. Um, he's got a hell of a collection of guns, man. But he's in a different world. I, I like I the guy personally. I mean, I got no. I like a little bit of crazy. His he yeah. And, and I mean, look at Gary Busey. I love Gary Busey. Oh, me too. That's who I want. I want, I actually had Gary Busey uh, agree to be on our cover. Oh, I, dude, that would be so awesome. I turned it away, man. I and then this is because I didn't know if our audience would like it, man. That was my thing. I was like, I know I love Gary, and I want to sit down on this chair and talk to him and just get the crazy fucking do it. Story. Oh my god, your audience would um, love Gary Busey. Trust me. Yeah, it was so funny because we were already arranging a flight, and he was like. I need security when I come to the airport. I'm like, security for what, dude? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he was just he was just out there, man. Yeah. Gary's crazy, man. But uh, well, but, call yeah, me uh, next time, and I'll be his security. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I could have put anybody there. Probably I mean, you'd have people pay you to be his security, you know, just just to see <laughs> know, the shit right? show, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah. So, but uh, Seagal, I never forget one time I went to. I'm gonna tell you a quick Seagal story, right? No. Do so it. I go to I go to his house, right? He had a house here. I think he just sold it, and like. A, Three point five million dollars. So you're in Arizona, person. right? Yeah, in Phoenix okay. area. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he lived up in the Scottsdale, North Scottsdale, Cape Creek area, which is real ritzy, right? Yeah. So I go to his house, and uh, it's the second time I ever met him, and and uh, so I'm sitting in this little weird, I don't know, guitar room, right? Because the guy was a blues guitarist. So I don't know if you guys knew that too. So I'm sitting there, and we're waiting for Stagall, right? Like it's like we're waiting on the emperor to show up, right? He's got in his house. He's got like forty people just going everywhere a lot of russians uh a lot of <laughs> a lot of really hot chicks everywhere i'm like yeah. i don't know what's going on right it's just people so, there <laughs> yeah it was crazy so finally he shows up and he's like it's so weird people like stand up when he rides it comes in i'm like it's not like it's we're talking you know prince fucking harry or some shit right but anyway so i just so i'm sitting in this chair and he walks up i'm still sitting i'm not i give a shit right he right. comes in he's and he looks at me he's like Okay, and then he goes sits next to me. Well, I didn't realize I was in the Steven Seagal throne, right? I was in his chair. Oh, you were in his chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't getting that. Fuck it, right? So, and I think I actually earned his respect, man. But this is how wild it is. So we're sitting there talking. We're talking about some photo shoots we're going to do and all this good stuff. And you know, he's a really good dude. And then all of a sudden, one of his uh, this little Russian. I don't know, 22 year old girl walks in and uh, she goes, she's kind of almost like bows, but says like, um, "Excuse me, Mr. Seagal." He goes, he sticks his hand up. She shuts up immediately. And then this weird Obi Kenobi, I don't know if you're listening to this via, you know, not seeing the video, it's a little weird, but he kind of like holds his hand up and then he moves it to the right. And then she just like, she sees it and she just disappears, dude. She just walks out of the room, man. <laughs> he just dismisses one her. one word. And I'm like, what the hell? He's like, these are not the droids you're looking for. That's what it was like. Man. Right. Like, what? He just waved story. her off. Like, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, I loved it, man. But, uh, but he's cool, man. He's, uh, I know a lot of people give him shit, but you know what, man, the guy's, He's made some fun movies, and I know everybody. I don't care. You you definitely like some of his movies. Uh, you know, back oh, absolutely, in the 90s, you know, yeah. The 80s. You know, I grew up with those. You know, he was part of the 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 action of the the eighties nineties sure. with yeah, John Claude Van Damme. You know, oh. Steven Seagal, Bruce Willis, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I said it right <laughs> that time. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a house no, up he, there too, doesn't he? Or he used to, Arnold. I don't know. I have never met the dude. I don't know where he's at. I kind of left him off my radar a little bit, but it was. Yeah, uh, I was up there a few years ago, and uh, we were driving around, and somebody's like, "Oh, and that's where Arnold lives." And there was a big Hummer. Oh, really? Up there? Yeah, this has been like twelve, thirteen years ago. It's been a been a minute. He probably loved, yeah getting out of California. I wouldn't blame him, man. Yeah, so could have been. Could have <laughs> been. Had, uh, we had. We uh, had. Speaking of Von Dom. Um, and I'll, I'll air this right out. We had a, him agreeing. He was like, yeah, I'll be on your cover. 
Uh, but he wanted money. And I'm like, I ain't paying nobody money, dude. I'm like, first off, what money do we have to give you, right? I'm like, but I've never I wasn't going to ask, but uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So so you don't pay people for the, the covers. No, we don't, I won't take it. I'm like, look, it's you're helping me, I'm helping you, right? You're, this is a national magazine. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, some people think they're, they're a little bit above that sometimes, or you will pay me for your magazine. But I'm like, yeah. I don't need you, man. I go find someone else. So, and uh, but no one's ever asked us for money except uh, Von Dom of all people. Interesting. Like, okay. Yeah. So we said, uh, how much was he wanting? <laughs> I didn't get that stage. He's just like, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, how much is it? You know, do you want to? It was like they leaving it to us. Like, what are you going to offer him to give him a magazine? I was like, zero. See ya. I just hung up, man. I'm like, I'll go somewhere else, man. So uh, <laughs> I don't, you know, I like the guy and I, I'd love to sit down and talk with him, but I ain't going to pay you to yeah, talk to you. Absolutely. So, yeah, so no, no one's ever paid to be on our cover, man. Although I've been offered a lot. People are offered to be on our cover. They want to pay us. Oh, for us. real? Yeah, I won't go. I won't air any dirt, man. But there's some people in the, uh, uh, let's say, the gun industry that yeah. wants that were. Well, that I just kind of like, naturally assume that you know, since it's a you know, it's a marketing advertising type thing, and people get exposure for it, that that you would, you know, people would pay you, or you would pay them, or you know. However, it works down that route, like, and that's something that's you know we get all the time. And you know, first off, I freaking love our advertisers, right? And that's why people think we're a gun magazine because most of our advertisers are gun manufacturers, right? Right, right. And uh, and which you know, God bless you guys, man. You keep us in business, and it's amazing. But um, a lot of them are like, well, hey, we're we're advertising your not a lot of them, a few of them, sure. Right there. Uh, we're advertising your magazine. We like an editorial. And I'm like, we're, you're advertising the wrong magazine then. Cause we do not do that. I don't do paid editorial type of stuff. I right. go, that's, I go, if, if I did it for one person and it just, we turn into a gun magazine, you know? So, um, I would love to do a story. You got something interesting. I mean, you know, I mean like for instance, this latest issue that just came out, uh, we went down to Meridian defense, uh, mm-hmm. who were premier AK builder, if you guys don't know. And, uh, we actually built our own legacy AKs, man. To the point where they didn't, t- it was like over our shoulders, do this, do this, rivet, do all this. Cr- and I didn't realize how much detail goes in. And this is pretty defense. They're anal as hell when it comes to building AK. They're, they're fuller anal, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, everything's got to be perfect. But it was fun, man. And that's, yeah. Is that your first one you built? That. First one ever built, man, from, uh, from the kit on to, to, the, to the final, right? Nice. So it was, um, are you it hooked? Was awesome. Are you hooked now? Uh, yeah, I want to build more, man. It was, you know, <laughs> especially when you start to shoot. This is a Romy, right? So uh, there's only a was, few um, people, companies out there that offer like classes for you to come and and build the AKs. I know uh, yeah. uh, Rifle Dynamics used to do. I don't know if they still do or not. Um, sure. Mesa Kinetics, um, yep. Vents down there. Yeah, uh, sure. they, they did it. Um, ah, who's the other one? I don't know if M13 does or not. I had him on the show not too long ago. Um, yeah. But there's only there's a few. And a lot of time, though, and that was something that we were going to do, but then I, I heard, on a lot, and, I, and this, I could be totally wrong, so who, those who are out there who do these classes, may you can correct me. You guys are the experts. But a lot of times, they'll have a lot of shit populated already, right? They'll mm-hmm. have to the point where it's like, because you got time. It's only, it's only X amount of time and, sure. and, uh, and all that stuff. So this was different for us. It was like, here's all your rivets. Here's all your tools. You press the your, barrel I'll, and everything. I'll show you once. And then it's on you. If you fuck it up, you fuck it up. And we're like, oh man, I'm stra- I'm sitting there sweating bullets, you know, literally. <laughs> right. So, um, and it was cool, but Meridian Defense, man, those guys are uh, incredibly professional. They're amazing. Their AKs are just over the top. I own, Six of them now, I think. Where are they Six, out can, of? Uh, this is the best part. Santa Barbara. 
Ah, California. Okay. Yeah, like what the hell? And, Fighting uh, the good fight behind enemy lines. Yeah, and it's uh, and their their AKs are, their their tolerances on AKs are ridiculous. I was like to the point where I'm looking. I'm like, really? But we have to be this anal, <laughs> you know? Like I got no yeah. Uh, you got to <laughs> be uh, precise. I mean, the, yeah. the AK has the reputation of being a you know thrown together frying pan, but right. Um, I mean, there there's some precision that goes into um to making those. Here they are. Yeah. Yeah, there's the, oh, there you go, right there, man. There, actually, I got an RPK coming, man, for my seventh gun from them. I just, uh, I've got AKs from a lot of people, and I just, I think, I, I fall in love with their, their, their guns, man. They're, they're amazing. I'm not trying to do a big plug for Meridian Defense. No, um, that's but, fine. So I told you we do this, um, this monthly segment called the Talking Lead AK Corner. Yes. By the way, shameless yes. plug. Oh, you can't see my camera. I got it on screen share. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, would love to get you. Why don't you come on with Meridian Defense one episode, and we'll, we'll do uh, we'll do Absolutely. an episode with them and you. The owner uh, Tony Area, he's a, he is just so he started out as a hot rod builder, which is cool, and then he just felt you know he loved he loved you know uh, building AKs, kind of you know whatever out of his garage and shit. So he started building. He he teamed up with a master machinist who this guy's like a mad scientist, like you know. So he always tries to make things better, right? Yeah. How can I make it? how to make it better uh you'll never see him in the limelight but uh it's 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 great because uh he's taking uh these ak's to the next level and a lot a lot of people you know radio defense there we go that's sweet oh, yeah. so <laughs> I, I have that. two of those right that's really? we, that's, yeah those are the ones we built man um uh, amazing stuff Boom, man and, look at that uh, they got tons of kits man they they got a line on kits from overseas so they'll never be short on kits and uh they're pretty badass man and they're really good dudes man they're just they're just like me and you there's nothing you know you know and that's that, what i found about most people in the the gun community you know sure. most everybody's really good really you know they want to help they want to you know they just they they they're good ambassadors for the most part yeah for you know, sure. it's a real yeah. t it's a big industry it's a big family but it's really you know tight-knit close absolutely they, these guys have, have blown up the past few years uh, i remember when they first started man you know i, I kind of I was doing some work for them, some photo work, and then I just fell in love with the guns. And then the next thing you know, now, you know, they're backlogged like everybody else is these days. You know, yeah, but, uh, everybody is. It's it's crazy. Right. It's crazy. But if you're looking for a good a good freaking AK, um, and, and Meridian's not on your list, and you you need to change your list because they're they're definitely uh, they're top. Well, let's do an introduction. Uh, like I said, I'd love to get them on the show. I don't know if you're familiar with Occam Defense Solutions or not. They're out of yeah. uh, yes. Brian Keeney. He co-hosts yeah. with me on the AK Corner. They're one of oh, the sponsors, cool. um, and he does the 1775. I've got one back there. I don't know if you can see it or not. Uh, ODS 1775. That's cool. Uh, it's it's a beautiful, accurate. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, they they bust the myth about AKs not being accurate because that that thing is very precise. So you ready for this? So I actually uh, with with uh, Jim Fuller of all people, right? A yeah. couple years ago. Uh, he built an AK with Sharps Brothers, right? With uh, their Sharps Brothers uh, uh, receiver. And so myself and, and uh, John Sharps and, and Jim Fuller went out to uh, to Vegas when, when Jim was up there. And he uh, he built a sub and way AK. And I was like, no fucking way. And sure enough, man, took that thing, 100-yard range, and uh, all three of us shot uh, about three-quarter-inch groups, man, with an AK. And I was like... That's the first time I've ever actually seen that. I, I was like, I don't, I don't even think that's oh, legal. It's very, it's, yeah, it's. I mean, it's not an AK if it does that, right? <laughs> right, right. I'm like, I'm like minute of man, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. So this man. is that a is, ODS 1775. Oh. Got his uh, 
his rail on there, patented rail. He's got his butt. He's doing the butt stocks now. He's Judy. pretty much. I mean, he's slowly every part he's starting to manufacture himself. <laughs> so nice. eventually, he's going to have it 100 percent made. Uh, Same. That's oh man. See, yeah, I, you get. I'm, I'm I'm starting to get sweaty palms, man. That shit looks good. I get crazy around AK. Oh, <laughs> dude, I, I've 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 gotten the fever definitely. That's why I started doing that segment is because I wanted to learn more about the AKs. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I was like, what better way to do it? I'll just do a freaking segment on it, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I've told people, I've actually done podcasts. Uh, we, we ran the Center Mass podcast and for a while and all that stuff. But I explained to people, why why do I love AKs? And I, I'm a big legacy guy. I like comblock weapons, right? You know, stuff mm -hmm. that, you know, my favorite AK that I have probably own four, four or five is in the East German uh, AK, right? And it's because, once one, uh, there's a lot of history that goes in these AKs, right? And they're never going to be built again because, well, East Germany doesn't exist, right? You right. know, and there's other communist countries like that, and I really dig it. And then uh, the trench art that you'll find on a lot of these is just amazing, you know? You never find trench art on, a, like, a, a Russian gun because Russia was kind of like the U.S., right? I, I'm not allowed to carve up my M4, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I'm bored. I'll get my ass kicked, right? <laughs> so same with the Russian. And, and even China, they wouldn't do that. But you find these, like, the Bosnians, the, the Serbian AKs, you know, and all, these guys, they were, a lot of Romanians. Yeah. You know, a lot of these kids, especially during the Bosnian War, they would sit there and just carve, you know, because they're bored out of their mind. Into you the know? wood you guys look at the Bosnian yeah. Wars, fought between Bosnia, uh, Croatia, and, and Serbia. And when the militaries broke down, it was basically gang fighting, right? So you have all these guys, these kids with AKs, and they love American pulp culture. So they would they would carve in ACDC and Kiss and all these cool stuff. <laughs> cool. I got I got AKs with a sticker, with 90210 stickers on them, and all types of good stuff. That's man. awesome. You, so I love that. That would be part. a good that would be a good topic to talk about on oh, the, I'll talk the AK all corner. Trench art. Yeah. I, Bring me on that because I I'm, I'm a do that. I'm a collector of uh, of, uh, of trench art and and the Meridian Defense. It was like Christmas when I went there. He goes, he knew I was, Tony goes. All right, I know you you like uh, trench art. I'm like, yeah. He goes, he opened this big freaking uh, quad con right Connex box and there's these tons of just nothing but furniture in there right. He goes, have fun. I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> and it was all trench art wood. I'm talking to the ceiling. Oh my god. I gosh. was going through finding. Oh my. I, I couldn't even tell. I was, and, and I I got to pick my wood. I found one with a big black widow spider on it and stuff like that. It was just hand carved in there. So pretty cool stuff. We found letters from girlfriends in the butt stocks and the in the cleaning kit butt stocks. That's awesome. All man. types of good shit, man. So you guys check out our, our latest issue. Yeah. yeah, and I do a little history piece on the on trench arts uh, in our latest issue of Skill Set because it's just it's fucking awesome, man, and uh, I dig it. So, are you familiar with Factory Forty Seven? Yeah, I actually have a couple of their hat or shirts, believe it or not. Okay, um, so they they yeah. do our uh, shirts for our AK yeah. corner. Yeah, uh, I have the uh, the second one right there. In the, uh, this one right there, right there. Yeah, I have that one. Uh, okay, I think the I don't want to. I think the I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. The guy who prints it, I'll just say that. The James. Print um, or used to print the shirts, uh, he's the one who hooked me up and said, hey, would you wear a few of these? And I like the shirts. They're amazing. So, so. Yeah, James, uh, he's one of the sponsors of our, our AK Corner 2. Um, and obviously, you know, he does doing our, our shirts and our hoodies for us. That's awesome. Um, he does our tumblers, too, with the logo. But what I like about it is, you know, they've got the different factory logos. Yeah, look at yeah, that. They're on the back. That's most of those, uh, yeah, they're looking at those arsenal marks. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty I cool. That is cool, man, for sure. But maybe we could yeah. talk to him maybe like doing trench art shirts. That would oh, be... Man, I got pictures right. for him. Once. Yeah, because I got some shit. I mean, I, I always said I'm a collector of trench art, man. I just I just think it's cool, man. I, I don't know. I just think, uh, man, hey, you got some 
man, I gotta go to this website. Damn, I haven't been to this. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Use code <laughs> use code Leadhead and you get ten percent. Oh, there off. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Man. What a segue. I think we could probably hook you up, so don't don't worry about that. <laughs> no, that's all good, man. I pay full price. I'm good. But I like to I like to segue into your code though. That was good though. <laughs> well, I, I I plug them where I can. You know, you know. Uh, that's what makes the world go around. Like you said, yeah, money, money, yeah, money. Pay bills, man. Everybody's got to pay bills, right? Got to pay so. those bills. But definitely, you know, James, uh, he's a huge AK guy. You know, he's a yeah. fanatic into the you know the history, and he really likes the the older ones uh, and the yeah. you know the Western block ones too. So I mean, we'll get him on that episode with you. That'd be a, that's going to be a good episode. We'll make that happen. Hey, I hope you got enough time because I got I, I run my mouth forever, man. Well, <laughs> like I said, I don't. We've done three hour, uh, three and a half hour shows before, so um, nice. as long as the information's coming, it's flowing. You know, we're getting yeah. educated because that's what we do here. We well, educate like the uneducated. I like that, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, shit, that's good, man. So let's go to. Um, I made a post yep. uh, asking for some listener questions. Okay. And I apologize because I didn't do it sooner. Uh, I should have done it two days ago. No worries. Because uh, you, you know how social media is. So let's go to, am I still sharing my screen? Uh, do not, I see you right now. Okay. Let me go to Instagram. What is that pink AK in the background? I, I, I got to ask. Is that oh, pink or pink? No, check this out. Hold on. I'll, I'll grab it. <laughs> I, I had to say something, man. I'm like, all, all this whole time I've been looking at it, I said, like, there's like a pink AK or some type of weird. I don't know what. I can't tell. It looks like a like a strawberry shortcake or something. This I can't. This is my oh. Magnum PI. Oh, damn. Uh, there you go. Now I can see. Oh, I also dude, call that's... it the Aloha snack bar. Dude, that is some Hawaiian print from your ass right there. That is amazing. Yeah. Where'd you get that at? Well, you did that for I you, did right? it. Uh, so did you? Have you ever hydro dip before? I have not, no. So uh, I know the process. I've seen the process, but I've never personally done it. Yeah, I love hydro dipping because it's so you know, it's fast and, and easy to yeah. do. Um, so I just hydro dipped it, man. That's cool, With man. Kind of like this Hawaiian print. I call it my Aloha snack bar, <laughs> aka my Magnum PI. So it's I got like the, his his, his t shirts. I wish I had it here. I have. This I have. A, a, um, this is a Polish um, Rodham from Rodham. AK. Okay, nice. That's badass. Yeah. I have a, I have two AKs coming from Meridian Defense that are, um, I hate to say this because I hope someone doesn't beat me to the punch because they're doing it right now, but uh, they're uh, 100% Adidas themed. As I say that, it's <laughs> gonna be cool. 100% Adidas themed, man. That's so gonna be awesome. But I'm trying to do a, a reveal on them, but yeah, they'll be pretty dope, man. <laughs> what color are you going with? The green uh, Adidas. Uh, I'm a black and white Adidas guy, so that's what we're going with the right black there. Black and white. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, but the way we're doing it, I've seen them before. I've seen some Adidas ones before, but uh, this one's a little bit, uh, I try to take it above and beyond with this one, but I'll wait, I'll wait to get it so I can do, I'll do the, uh, maybe I'll do it on your, your, uh, your let's AK do tour. it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, let's go to the post. All right. It's right here. I got a new phone too, so, um, so I, I told you I went to Georgia. Yeah. And uh, we made a stop. Actually, it's before we even got out of the driveway. I put my phone on top of the truck. Uh-oh. And I don't know if you can see that or not. But, yeah, I see that. <laughs> uh, we turned onto the main road, and it fell off, and it got like oh. five or six nice trucks run over it. <laughs> <laughs> I got this I new phone. Really cool case. I'm like, look at that case. It looks like it's shattered. All right. No, it's it's kind of like your cover where you distressed your cover, that Michael Rooker one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let's see. So Giddy Up says, uh, thank you for your service, talking to you. Awesome. What are your favorite uh, stories from the Marines? Oh. Favorite weapon system that you got to handle? Oh. So Giddy Up asked that. Giddy Up. All right. Um, great questions, by the way. Um, well, all right. So I had a, like, this, I'll just say, I'll try to God, make this brief. I, I, you know, I did 20 years. I got a lot of really you good You got stories. a lot of good stories? Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, my, you know, the invasion of Iraq was, it was different for me. Um, and to the point where I, um, and this one, this isn't actually the story I'll tell you, but I'll, I'll say this another time, but I actually hitchhiked into war, right? Um, which is a great story in itself. It's actually be told in uh, generation kill. If you guys ever heard that, that, uh, I love that. Yeah. It's, um, okay. so I'm, is it HBO? Playing, it's on HBO. Yeah, HBO, yeah. A yeah. guy's playing me episode six, uh, Gunny swore at the time. Um, but, uh, we basically, we did a nine-day. Uh, well, it's a long story. I'll, I'll, I'll say that for because that, that, it's a good half an hour story. But in that, we're on a nine-day trek trying to find our unit. Right, we were just traveling through Iraq, no food, no comms. We were we were it, we were the most. I was with a reserve unit, a recon reserve unit that uh, that had no freaking clue. Their ball, their 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 leadership had no freaking clue what was going on. All they need to know is like we need to link up with first recon battalion. That was what that to, whole movie was kind of about. Was like, right, that was got, it. Right, so they got um, no direction. So, <laughs> yeah. So we would stop. Uh, it was funny because we would stop. We had no food. We were starving to death, man. And, you know, the war was so fast, man. It was crazy. People would move. You know, you could never bed down and find anybody, right? So we would stop army units, like supply units coming up. And we're like, hey, man. We'd stop. I'm like, where are you guys heading? Well, we're going to 20 clicks up this checkpoint. And we're like, oh, man, there's been ambushes up and down that road. You guys don't have enough heavy guns. They're like, And you see these guys start to shake and get nervous. We're like, hey, man, we'll escort you. But we just need uh, six boxes of MREs. I need some armor. So we just pick and choose. <laughs> and sure enough, we did that for like nine days straight. Anyway, um, but we were one day. And what we do is like we're odd jobs just to get food. So we found this other army unit that said, hey, we got to you know, make this. This is my story here. I think I like, man. But uh, we're like, hey, we need your you, four, three commentine. You guys need to go guard this bridge. Right. And it was like a highway overpass. We're mm -hmm. like, OK. And it goes, there's a village over here. They're giving us good intel. Um, but, uh, you know, the Republican guard, these guys, the insurgency basically at the time or whatever you want to call it, basically it was Republican guard. They would just right. go in civilian clothes. Um, they, they know that you're, they're giving you intel and they may come in and attack. They may do something. So can you guys guard this bridge in this little village right next to it? Like, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll do it for a night. Give us some food and this snap. So I'm sitting on top of the bridge with my guys and we're just kind of hanging out. And then we had another guys down at this right next to the village. And I see these kids coming up and they're talking to these guys and I see them talking. I'm like, oh, that's good. A little human relations shit going on there. Yeah. Right. Then I see the kids walk away and then I hear this dad comes out of a hut yelling and screaming at our guys. And this is about a hundred yards away. And I'm like, what the, what is going on? I don't understand what you're saying. He's going, I mean, he is losing his shit. And I'm like, the hell is going on man you know behind us was a, a highway where helicopters would land and yeah. we use that uh, uh, landing strip right yeah, who stole this motherfucker's uh, sandals yeah right yeah so this dude's just losing his shit i'm like what the fuck and then he goes back in the house and all of a sudden he comes out the back of this house with an rpg now he wasn't aiming he just had it well our guys are like holy shit so we had a mark 19 gunner uh he sees it he's like rpg and he unloads a whole can there's no RPG, a big can of 40 Mike Mike into this village. Oh, shit. So this guy, well, he tried to unlimit into the village. He, <laughs> he didn't even cite a shit. It was, he, went, he lobbed all his stuff over the village into the next little village, right? Peppered everything. I mean, just like, and this was the, the guys that actually giving us the intel. Right. So the good guys. Totally, 
we just totally peppered and destroyed almost half the shit. Come to find out, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm sitting there. So two things have been going on. Okay, okay. So during this, we had helicopters landing. All of a sudden, I see this guy running up. He's an old dude with, with gray hair and he's in a flight suit, right? And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there watching. I'm a, I got my gun up, but nothing's happening. I'm just like watching these guys just go off, right? I'm like, oh my God, You're just watching it play out, right? Yeah, I'm just like, what is going on? And so this guy comes up and he's like, where's the firefight? And I'm just like, well, it's kind of that way. And he runs by me and I'm like, wait. Was that fucking Ollie North? And it was all over fucking North, man. He ran down there because he was a Fox News correspondent, I guess, during the war. Oh, damn. And he runs down. By the time he gets down there to the the guy, like the, the, the uh, Mark 17, or Mark, sorry, Mark 19, um, it was over. So he comes back, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Ollie North, man. I was starstruck, dude, at the time. Sure. Right? I'm like, this guy's awesome, right? Yeah, you know, and you know, this is 03, right? And then uh, he comes up, and he's just like, Fuck, any of you guys got a dip? I need some Copenhagen. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I want to reach out my shit, man. So I give him a dip. He, Sign my he hangs out with us. He's just like, yeah, it was great. So I, you know, we had these little disposable like wedding cameras at the time. We didn't, you know, we didn't have cell phones, right? right. So we get a picture of him, and and the whole time he was just like, he's feeding me this shit, and it was so funny because I had witnesses. We have a couple of guys there, and he's just like, this war is over. Saddam's dead. I guarantee he's dead. We'll be done with this war in the next couple months. Yeah, 17 years later. Anyway. Right. Good <laughs> so, call, Ollie. Yeah, so that was pretty They find out. The, the top is off. So, you know, Ollie, he takes back off. He gets in a helicopter and goes off to where he does. And then we're kind of like high on that. We're like, this is dope. We had, a, we had a little exchange of fire. We got Ollie North. I go down to these guys. I'm like, what the fuck happened? You know? And they're just like, oh, man, the dad's pissed, man. He comes out all mad. I'm like, why? He goes, well, we gave his sons uh, a couple hustlers. And I'm like... <laughs> This is an Arab country, dude. You can't give hustler magazines to these kids. This is a big so, no-no. Yeah. So that whole thing caused a firefight. Caused it, we totally that that village stopped talking to us. We had to leave. It was oh ridiculous. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it wasn't wow. the shooting. It was the hustlers that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the nail in the coffin. <laughs> I guess you can't give like little twelve-year-old kids porno mags. I don't know. Whatever, man. You know. So yeah, boners but, uh, are illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so, <laughs> but, uh, heart. I got tons of stories like that, man. Uh, so like I want to rewind. You said that one of the characters was based on you in, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, generation had, kill. Yeah. And generation kill. So we had, I was with first recon battalion and, yeah. uh, we had, uh, uh, they started embedding reporters with us. Right. So we had a Rolling Stone reporter, which we knew was a liberal magazine. We're like, oh, I remember that him. character. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're like, we don't want them. But you're, guess what? You got to have him. So we're like, all right, here's the deal. We're going to rotate. His name was uh, Evan Wright. We're going to uh, rotate him between companies like every week. So he really doesn't get the scoop, right? He kind of gets a little bit of scoop, and that's it, right? Well, the war kicked off, and it was a shit show, and we were getting the shit shot out of us constantly because they would use recon battalion as a uh, recon by fire, I guess. Be basically, General Mattis, you know, he would go, all right, drive through that town. So... They don't know what we were the first people to drive through this town, and it was full of insurgency, right? Yeah. Republican car guys. The first company to drive through wouldn't get shot up because people were like, no fucking way, guys are just driving through this town. The second company was like, guess what? Bye, bye, bye. They get destroyed. And you saw that in the, mo- in the yeah. TV series right? yeah. and all that stuff. So um, we forgot about the guy. He stayed in that one company, in that one platoon, in that one Humvee the entire war. And then the whole company, or the whole, you know, the guys he's with are all like, you know, Lance Corporals and, you know, the younger guys. So you didn't yeah. get the, the brass side of the story. You got the, 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 basically the guys in the warehouse. You get, that's where the best stories are at, right? <laughs> right. That's what he got. So he's sitting the whole time. He's getting shot up, blown up the whole time. And he writes a really good book um, uh, that the, our brass hated because it was true, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I would say the Lance Corporal view of the war. The dirty truths. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
and the uh, H- HBO picked it up, and then sure enough, man, I think episode six they have my guy in there. You know, get when we meet up with Three Comet Town, and our guys that roll up in the Humvee with the, the Longhorns on the front. That was us. yeah. And, oh, that, that was that was you. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, they actually <laughs> wanted me to play my part. It was actually kind of nice. So they were like, "Hey, um, I knew the whole production. I knew he was going. We had a couple of my guys that were actually Rudy Reyes, and everybody was actually Rudy, in the, yeah. the movie, right?" Yeah. Uh, Eric Cocker and all these guys, and they were like, hey, they'll let you play your part. You want to play your part? And I'm like, yeah, well, you got to go down to South Africa because that's where they filmed it, and you got to be there for two months. And I'm like, I'm still active duty, bro. I go, I, don't, I, can't, I can't do it, right? So uh, I had to pass on my part and all that stuff. You know what the fucked up thing I is? I sucked, yeah. Yeah, it was like the guy that played me, um, I can't remember his name right now, I actually reached out to him, right? They're like, hey, man, this is the guy you played. The fucking guy didn't even get back to me. I'm like, you what asshole. What a douche. <laughs> He's probably yeah. nobody anyway, right? Yeah, he probably I, didn't, I haven't looked him up in years, man. But, uh, you know, I got to go to the premiere up in Hollywood and do all that, that red carpet sweet. shit. It was sweet. It was neat, man. And that was you before know? you got into doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was still in active duty at the time, you know? So yeah. it, was, uh, it, was pretty, it was cool, you know, to have that. And it's a good... You know, I, you know, people ask me oh, how. Okay, the the, the miniseries, how how accurate is it? The representation of the really mm-hmm. happened. I want to say, eighty five percent. You know, which is pretty good for Hollywood, man. You know, sure. Um, you know, they 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 went a little above and beyond. Um, come to find out, you know, that Sergeant Major, right? Everybody, everybody hated. Uh, he uh, he actually turned out to be a pedophile. He's in jail right now, by the way. Oh, really? So, good good for yeah. He's he's getting uh, he's getting a federal pound in the ass prison. Um, we didn't know that either. Sergeant Major Sixta, uh, oh, you know, hope he rots in hell. But uh, we found out like ten years later, uh, he was dealing little kids, and uh, yeah. So, but they played. He played an asshole in the movie, and he. He was. He was a douchebag, right? The so, main, but, uh, the 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 general guy who was. Um, you talking about the R, R, R C O? No, the one the the general that would that would pop in and yeah, you know, he talked like this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was our C E O. Yeah, yeah. Oh so okay, guy, that's that not the guy, guy that was the pedophile, was it? No, 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 no. Okay. No. The sergeant major. The guy was like, trim your mustaches, right? The mustaches. Like, Tuck your shirts in. <laughs> that guy, fight, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would actually do that. He was, he was a dick. I actually man. watched uh, a series the other day that you know the guy that had that voice, your, uh, your CO. Yeah. Was it Banshee? The TV series Banshee was. I think it was a Cinemax. Uh, oh, TV the, show. the actor. He yeah he was like in the last few episodes or something. He like played this Aryan. Uh, oh really? Dude or yeah. something, but. I kept trying to place where I saw him. Uh-huh. I was like, "Where have I've seen this dude somewhere? I've seen this dude somewhere." So I had to look him up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, Generation Kill." And this yeah. was just yesterday that I that I did this. So I mean, that's just oh, shit. yeah, weird, right? Yeah, I was like, Fuck. "Yeah, he." Uh, so that RCO had he had throat cancer, and that's why he actually talked like that. So and so he he got the nickname the Godfather because he talked the Godfather. You know, the Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and so that's how we got our our names for units: the gangsters, the hitmen. You know, that, you know, you get their call signs for units right. and all that stuff. So uh, pretty awesome. He was a great CEO. Uh, the guy was just hardcore. Remind me of a. Uh, a little bit of a General Mattis, you know, where I know General Mattis got a bad rap for everybody. It doesn't, you know, some people are like, fuck this guy because he kind of went against Trump and that's politics, man. But yeah. in the war, I'm telling you right now, there was no harder motherfucker than General Mattis, man. But I mean, let's face it, tr- Trump is a douche, you know. <laughs> a lot of people he, can't, a lot of people have a, have a hard time swallowing his stuff, he's, man. You yeah, know? right. And, and you got somebody who's hardcore military like that, he's not going to sure. rub elbows with Trump. You know, it's just yeah. not going to happen. One thing, yeah, about Mattis is he didn't give a shit if you're the president of Mars. If he didn't like you, he's going to say fuck off, you know. Right. And uh, he was just – this guy, 
you know, during first Marine Division, not to be long winded about this, but during the whole war, the whole invasion, you are not alive. If you're in the first Marine Division, you had to dig a hole, we call it a, a ranger grave, at night, right? You could never sleep in a bed, a cot, and basically that is to protect you from mortar fire because we were getting rained on mortars constantly, right? right. So, so, and that, you know, we're all sitting there like, yeah, we're all digging holes at night to sleep or during the day, or whatever. I'm like, we know that brass is not. Well, when we finally linked up, it was through Baghdad and all that stuff. We linked up with headquarters where I got to actually see inside General Mattis's tent, right? In the morning, he was actually getting up, and this fucking guy was getting up off the ground. He was sleeping <laughs> on the ground just like everybody else. And I was like, holy shit, man. Four-star general or three-star at the time, I think it was. I was like, that's – Walks okay. to talk, yeah. My hat's off, man. But he would do shit that – he would jump on a burn. He'd like, you know, tell the, the 51st Mechanized Iraqi Division or whatever. Right. Meet Bring your commander and meet me on this berm, and me and you will fucking duke it out. You know, mono to mono. <laughs> That's I <was> like, awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, I love that shit, right? You know, there's a Marine, you're just like, fuck yeah, you know? So, um, yeah, it was good. It was cool being underneath that guy. He put us in the harm's way a lot, but when you you join the Marines, that's what you're that's, there for, right? That's, you yeah, know? that's what you sign up for. Be, uh, handing out fucking, you know, humanitarian MREs, you're supposed to destroy people. So, close with and destroy the enemy. That was our that was our deal, right? So, so there but, you uh, go, giddy up. Uh, that, yeah, that's getting, several sorry, good I'm stories right there. That's awesome. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Uh, let's go good. to uh, let's go to Facebook now. And uh, Sam Russell, mm. I don't know. Sam seems like you might know Sam. I don't know. He says I was a machine gunner in the Marines from 2013 to 2017. All right. Uh, he said I read painfully slow, even compared to slow readers. As a Marine <laughs> and now magazine editor, how did you learn to read? <laughs> How I can know. I learn to read? I want to be like you someday when I grow up. Thanks. I love it. That's <laughs> do you, awesome. Do you know this guy? No, I don't know him, but uh, okay. you got to eat the you got to eat the red crayons. Those make you smart, man. All right. <laughs> all right. So Edward Edward Reagan Burton says, seeing how I'm not a marine and only ate play doh as a kid, do all crayons taste the same, or do they taste like the color? <laughs> No, you, you taste like the color, and uh, and then if you follow it up with licking a window, man, I mean your day is done, right? This is, <laughs> this is day, I I love I love all the the marine jokes. I, we it's people are like oh man, you're offending. I'm like you can't offend me. There's nothing. One, I'm from West Virginia. You think I've heard every West Virginia joke right. in the world, right? There you, you go. Know, it's like, yeah, of course I fuck my sister. Well, what else do we do in West Virginia <laughs> anyway? Um, sorry, that's, <laughs> my 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 family tree is like, like a light post, man. We, come on, man. It's so, Toothpick. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you know, the Marine jokes, the, the window licking, the, the, the crayon eating, man. I, we, you That's can't funny. offend us. I, we laugh at it and we, we make our, we, we bust our own balls about it, man. So it's good. So, uh, yeah, my good buddy, Marcus Fox, uh, he's a, a Marine. Uh, yeah. Country music singer. He's actually into uh, growing weed now out in, uh, down in Alabama. There's a lot of guys do that. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. Big money that in that, man. Taking the uh, taking advantage. I actually know a lot of dudes, a lot of Marines, a lot of recon Marines that I serve with uh, run security now uh, in California and in Vegas. Guarding their money. Uh, yeah, they you know, they they go you know undescript suburban vans filled with million dollars, and they you know they're all it's it's pretty wild, and they make a, a shitload of money just escorting weed money, you know, up and down the the coast and, and all that stuff. So billions uh, of hey, dollars, man. man. Hey, whatever. You know, everybody's got to make a living. Uh, most states, hell, even Arizona, it's, it's legal now here, too. So it's like, you know, um, whatever. You know, it's, it's weed. Big fucking deal. That's why I say, you know. I think it's, I think it's legal here in Tennessee now, too. Yeah. To, gr it's, to it's, grow it. it. I, I think so. It, it probably is. And, and look, there's nothing. 
I, I was afraid here in Arizona when it became legal because I was like, oh, man, it's going to be dudes on the corner, you know, fucking just smoking weed. Con- I, you wouldn't even know it's legal here, honestly. You know, well, it's you- like that anywhere. It's yeah, it's so no it's, big. It's not a big deal. It's not. Man. It's at not. It's just day. like, you know, they villainized something that didn't need to be villainized. If you go back and look at the history of why they did it. Right. It, it was some politician's daughter or something. Got I don't know. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with firearms. You know, all these laws and regulations that they put on firearms, you go back to the history of why they did it. It's sure. just because somebody got butt hurt, hurt over somebody else because they didn't get what they wanted. And yeah. you're like, I'll show them. <laughs> right. You yeah, know? I know. So yeah. stupid. It but, is. but yet you can uh, you can go you know shoot heroin up and and uh, in, in San Francisco <laughs> right on the street no one gives a fuck you know so I'm like get out of here dude you know it's like it's crazy <laughs> weed is the least of our problems right now <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know? yeah so are firearms <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> firearms are the least of our problems um, so I've got this line of questioning that I asked yes. my new guest you are a new guy and this All is right. my new guy new guy new guy and sometimes a girl questions well, like. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, so the first can, one, oh, go ahead. I, no, I hope I, so off the cuff, hope I can do it well. All right, here we go. Nah, yeah, these, and these are just off the cuff. You know, the first okay. thing come, comes to mind. And we did, we talked about your uh, military background. So you do have a military background. Thank yes. you for your service, uh, especially on this weekend. Uh, make Appreciate sure everyone goes out and uh, uh, memorializes. If you don't have a family member, I'm sure you've got a friend or you know somebody who's, who's got one that served our country and gave the ultimate sacrifice. That's right. So go out, go out and 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 show your support and barbecue, ski, shoot, yeah. sit down, watch TV, jerk off, live wherever you free. want to do. Enjoy your freedoms. Live free, man. That's what that's what they gave their their, their lives for, right there. Hundred percent. Right. That's right. Um, anything else you want to add to your military um, service? Oh no, I, I, I don't like. I mean, everybody's like, I don't like talking about my military service because yeah, I just did it for the last two hours. But uh, <laughs> it's no, it's good. It's, it's uh, good stuff. You no, know, I, I had a fun time, man. I had a good time, um, you know, <clears throat> in it, and uh, it's funny because it's it kind of saved me, man. I was a, I was kind of a shitbag. I always say at the beginning of uh, hear my that career. from a lot of people, yeah, yeah, and um, I always laugh. Those in the military know, especially the Marines. I was a five year lance corporal, right? So in other words, I did five years as an E three where most people were at sergeant level and shit like that by that time. I was just like, I was out, but I was salty. I was tough. I was a great field Marine, but I wasn't a good garrison Marine. But it's changed me, though, because then I realized it's like, all right, hey, your list is coming up. I'm like, well, shit, I don't want to go back to West Virginia. I don't want to go work at Burger King. I'll just do another four years. Right. And I'll do another four years. Next thing you know, I fucking love this thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't want to get out. You know? So yeah, it's I'm like, getting a signing bonus. Yeah, I'll do another four years. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. I never got one of those, though. That oh, bastard. Yeah. You didn't negotiate hard enough. <laughs> no shit. It's kind of like with okay. your cell phone service. When you go to your cell phone, he's like, you know, do you guys have a retention program? Yeah. <laughs> Customer retention program. Right. Yeah. No shit. Right. Where's mine? No. Uh, but I enjoyed it. And I, I, and you know, I don't, I've been removed from the military for, well, I retired in 2011. So it's been what, tw- 10 years now. God, I'm getting old. Right. Um, but it's, um, man, if you're unsure about life, man, that's why I, want, I always tell people, I'm not a recruiter, but if you're unsure about, man, I just don't know if I can make or I can handle the civilian world. Go join the military. Go go do a, a, just an enlistment, man. It, and what it will do for you, one, it's going to give you some discipline that you may not realize you had. And yeah. I know it did for me. And two, you're going to hit a network of people 
and that's going to really help you when you get out, man. You know, um, not only that, there's VA benefits and that's shit. I know that was rough for a while. It's actually being pretty much squared away or under it's Trump. Getting better. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but the networking and then, and all that stuff. And then watch what it does for your uh, individual patriotism as well. You know, cause you're going to realize all the shit that you sacrifice and now you're going to see these blue haired fucking, you know, people who take it for granted or don't even yeah. realize how good they've got it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, would you, would you say that um, uh, your military career played a big part in into where you are today? In, 100%. Man. It, with the skill I set? have so much drive now, right? And to the point where I, I don't, you know, my wife asked me, he's like, when are you going to like literally retire? And I'm like, when well, I'm dead. There's no fuck. I'll be 70 God, if I can live that long, right? Or I'm still going to be doing something. That's I just like, love. Cross our fingers. I love, yeah, right? <laughs> I love engaging uh, with people. I love out there. I love having problems to solve. I love like taking on challenges uh, that I'm like, man, this is like the magazine. This ain't going to work. We all all of us looked at each other across the table, Gina Marie, Ben. We're like, well, this will give us a, a year and we'll be done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then we're in year five now. You know, I may be done next year, but it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll pick up something else and roll nah. with it. And, uh, and that's something that um, – the military's taught me, man. You know, I, I get up every morning, and regardless of uh, if it's going to be a hard day, bad day, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to go fucking make some money. Figure out how to adapt and uh, overcome, yeah. and, and that's what you've done. And, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You never spent. I, I never understand uh, driving down the street, and I see a dude in the corner that's better shape than I am holding a sign asking for money. You know, I'm like, you're fucking lazy as shit, man. I go, There's cars to be washed. There's, there's a thousand ways to make money. Especially right now, ways. yeah. Yeah. You know, so I don't get that. And uh, and maybe that's my military side. I don't know. But, man, it's done something. If you're in a rut and you don't know what to do your life, you're young, uh, you're in your 20s, whatever, you try it. Give it a shot. Yeah. You'll, be, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Pick one and go with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's going to be a hard life. I mean, you choose the Marines. I, I tell people there's, it's not an easy life, but you adapt just like prison. Right. You adapt and you fucking you know, get institutionalized. And then but the network, you it's like prison. Just like prison. You know, I've been there, too. The done that. Sometimes. Anyway, so depends if you're on a ship or not. That's a Navy. Anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> but the, the networking you're going to have, I could go anywhere right now. And if I apply for a job, this is to say, and that boss is a Marine and I'm Marine, there's already a connection. Right. And it's probably a good chance, unless I'm a really total piece of shit, I'm going to get that job. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, and that's the stuff that I love, man. You know, it's like one of those things. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely, it's changed my life for sure. Um, and you, you've seen the worst of the world and you've seen the best of the world, man. So now you you realize when like, well, this whole world's burning. You're like, oh no, it's not. Yeah. I've, seen a, I've seen a burning world before, bro. This is, we're fine. We'll be yeah. all right. We'll, we'll, this we'll ain't get nothing. This. this is scratch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> exactly. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> there you go. My <laughs> So when it comes to pop culture, what is your go-to, uh, whether it's a movie, a book, a magazine, TV show, video game, whatever it may be, just to, just to kind of yeah. escape and do your thing? 100% horror movies. 100%, man. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I love 80s action movies. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll digest a, a Invasion USA or, you know, a good Chuck Norris or a good Seagal or, or oh, yeah. any of the, you know, you know th throughout the week. But I'm a, I grew up on horror movies. I was a weird kid. Um, I was a skate punk, you know, which is almost exact opposite of joining what I did join the military. I actually joined the military just to defy my parents. Um, you know, what that type of shit, right? <laughs> it turned out to be a 20 year <laughs> deal. But, uh, 
Um, They're I like, you what, showed us, didn't you, son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? uh, we actually laugh at my parents now. I'm like, yeah, I, I fucking did this as a fuck you to you guys. And I'm like, now look at it, you know? So, so I kind of like, thank you, you know? So, um, but uh, horror movies, dude, uh, I actually run a horror movie podcast as well. Are you serious? It's called The Death List. It is the most un-PC horror movie podcast in the world. I'm going to uh, listen to it. Listen to it if you want to get offended because we it's fun. It's good. Um, I'm actually opening up a, a – this my fourth business that I'm getting ready to open up. Um, I collect um, a lot of weird – Horror oddities and you know these weird shit sideshow banners from the 1950s and all this stuff. I have a collection that could fill 4,000 square feet oh, that shit. I'm actually opening a store and starting to sell this this summer and a like, storefront. Like, like memorabilia kind of stuff. Memorabilia, uh, a lot of old school Americana from like old freak shows and shit like that. Sideshow gaff. I mean, I, I have more stuff. Like fifty thousand dollars worth of shit that I I gotta nice. I gotta start dumping. <laughs> nice. And uh, I, I have fun. I go out and I pick. I, I I do all that you know that weird American picker type of shit. But I go for the dark oddities. So a lot of people don't know that side of me, man. But it's like a hobby of mine that uh, I've turned into a business and it's making money. So we're gonna take. What's it to the, the next most level. unique piece of of that collectability that you yeah. that you own? Wow, man. That or whoa. your favorite? That, dude, I've I've gotten. I have. Uh, I, 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 I said my favorite. Probably my favorite right now is a seance table. All right, mm -hmm. you know a seance when they get there and they kind of put their hands together and they try to yeah. call the dead. You know, or so whatever. they actually make tables for that. A seance table. They made a table in 1931. Right, I have specifically a for seances. Yes, it has I did not prints. know this. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the creepiest, jinkiest fucking table. It is the only one in America. I have searched for three years now to find another one. It was found in upstate New York in an attic. It had a little water damage. The lady's like, I don't know, just get rid of it. I bought it for like four hundred bucks, and I have I've had offers up to almost eight thousand bucks for it right now, and I oh, won't sell shit. the thing. So, but it's it's like you know I don't believe it. honestly. I mean, being a horror fan, you think I'd be doing all the dark energy and the, I don't believe in that shit. I just love the the culture behind it. It's yeah. fun. It's like, and I love a horror movie type of stuff. So, uh, but I have shit like that. I got. I mean, you wouldn't believe. It. Like I said, I have sideshow banners from the nineteen fifties and freak show stuff that are worth you know eight to ten thousand dollars. Just all these high end weird stuff, man. It's, do you uh, have them list? Do you have a website for this stuff? listed we're building it right posted. now yeah okay. yeah it's gonna be called terror trader uh and all that stuff follow our, our podcast our death the death list it's on itunes and like i'm stuff. gonna yeah i'm gonna start following that definitely and it's uh it's 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 fun we have a good time on it and it's uh you know we got send some me some pictures of that stuff if you oh absolutely you know, I'll, 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 I'll post them with the show notes Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a it's For, a crazy stuff, and it's like uh, people come into the the skill set headquarters here, and I have a whole like thousand square feet. I, I dedicate just to store this shit, and they're just like they get the weirdest vibes. Like, what the fuck am I getting into? I'm like, it's cool, trust me, but it's it's fun, man. It's a uh, shrunken heads and all types of weird shit like that, you know. Dude, so, so growing up, I had a neighbor uh, down yeah. the road from me, um, and he was like, you you remember who Merle Perkins was? You remember the Mutual of Omaha? Wild yeah. Kingdom, yeah. the yeah, Merle, yeah. and he would travel all over the world, and you know, he would go to these d different African tribes and you yeah. know stuff like that. So there was a dude like that 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 was my neighbor. He kind of like did that shit. Oh, really? But he he uh, he had like this collection of stuff from all over the world that he had gotten from from all these different you know tribes and stuff like that. He had he had real shrunken heads. Mm. He had like four or five jars amazing, dude. of shrunken heads. In wow. his in his office, and I would get so freaked out every time we go to his house. <laughs> you don't realize how much those things are worth right now. Those things are worth a lot of money. If you get a real shrink, and they're not oh, illegal. Yeah. 
Believe it or not, they're actually legal. Um, uh, they're hard to import. I have shit stuck in customs right now because I try to import shit like that all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I have like about $3,000 in customs I'm freaking out about. And they're just like, That's they're awesome. what the hell they have. They're like, what we got? And I'm like, so I got to go literally. The they're like, this can't be real. <laughs> Tell yeah, me this yeah. ain't real. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they're, they're cool. And, and you know what? There's a big market for it. And that's why we're starting a business out of it. And, uh, you know, once again, uh, I can't sit idle. I got to do something. And I, you know, <laughs> I just can't enjoy a hobby. I got to take it to the next level. But that's how I that's am. That's awesome. Man, I think, I'm kind of yeah. that way too. When I get into a hobby, something I enjoy, I, I yeah. go overboard with it. Um, I did that's that with GI Joe's. Um, oh, forget so about growing it. up, you remember the three and three quarter inch GI Joes when we were yeah, the big yeah. growing up? So oh, the little one, the little ones, the three, yeah, the the small, yeah, the three, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I've got some. There's a case over there you can't see it right now, but it's the little shadow case. It's got a few in it, but um, right there, man. yeah, I was I was big into that. And I loved the G, the GI Joe, but I didn't realize because you know I was lived in a little redneck small town, and there was no yeah. Toys R Us or you know anything like Walmart or nothing like that. So uh, I didn't realize how much they had made. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. I thought there was just, you know, a couple of figures, a plane, and a Jeep. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and then when I got when I got into college, um, graduated college, I don't know how I found out. I went to a flea market or something, a comic book store, and I was like, what the hell is that? And it was like a huge space station. Oh, yeah. And it had like a, a crawler with a launch, a shuttle that you could launch and all this. And they're like, that's from G.I. Joe. I was like, no way. I said, I would have had that. Yeah. They're like, no, dude. See that? that? And there was like a seven-foot-long aircraft carrier. Yes, I remember that. Dude. I was like, I, no I fucking that. way. I was like, why didn't I have this shit growing up? So, so I started at that point. It started my my fast. Did you start I started oh. collecting them, and nice. I had I probably had the largest GI Joe collection in. What I mean, at least this side of the world. Oh shit! <laughs> it was huge. Oh, God, man. It was that's, ginormous, dude. It was ridiculous. We did a whole thousands, order. thousands, yeah. and thousands. I had all the figures many, many times yeah. over, and I got into the foreign figures because they made them in other countries. I was like, "Oh, look at that version! I don't have that version yet of Snake Eyes or Storm Shadow or <laughs> oh shit, dude! It was it that's... was ridiculous, and I yeah, sold it. I sold it. Um, oh, did you? When I, I after my divorce, uh, probably about 10, 12 years ago, and yeah. I was just oh, like, I, get, I sold it to a comic book store, you know, like for a quarter of what it was worth. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad part, man. It's like you can piece those things. And I always love that. So you're a collector just like me. And, I, and my wife's always like, see, she doesn't have the collector bug, right? And I go, it's kind of a dude thing. I know there's a lot of women that do collect and all that shit too. But yeah. it's like something about being a, a completist. And that's what we are, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I can collect a couple GI Joes. No, I need all of them. Got to have all and, of them. And, it's and not art. just this country, but every country. You've yeah. <laughs> got to have all of them. It's the thrill of the hunt. That's what it is, right? To go yeah. find. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you're searching forums, and all of a sudden, something pops up that you don't have. You're like, holy shit. And it's just, it's a weird feeling that I, I can't explain to my old lady. I try to explain to her. I'm like, it's, it's, it it's is. Like, I would buy know? an entire collection just to get one piece yes, that I needed. Yes. Yes, man. And I know people out there listening are the same way. You, 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 you know, whether it's car parts or whether it's, you know, actual, you know, weapons sometimes or, or G.I. Joe's or Transformers. I mean, it's 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 cool out there. And it's nice to see that stuff, uh, you know, making a resurgence and the value of it, man. Like yeah. I said, you, put, you sold it for probably a quarter of what it's worth. You know, imagine if you held on to that stuff now. Oh, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, dude. I mean, we, we'd be, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, I'd be buying my vacation home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's cool like that. And I love that. And, you know, what's, you know, the eighties are hot right now. The nineties are going to be hot here eventually, you know, it's sure. just as generations go. Right. You know I mean? I remember when my dad growing up, he'd collect old cars and get, you know, an old shit box of car. Like, cars are always going to be yeah, well, hot. It's what he drove when he was a kid in the fifties, you know, sixties or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I didn't, I didn't get it at the time. But now I'm going to go back. I want all the old eighties horror movie stuff and all that, you know, stuff. Absolutely. Like and, you know, just like the GI Joe stuff and whatnot. So there's a, there's something in our brains that, that, that works that we want this stuff. And, the, and to be a completist where I got to have it all is, it's such a fun thing to do. And it's, it keeps your mind busy. There's nothing wrong with it, man. People, are, yeah. you know, people are always like, Oh, you're a hoarder when it comes to shit like that. I'm like, not really. You know, I do. Let, I do sell stuff too. You know, it's hard sometimes. Like, uh, no, it is, dude. It's so <laughs> you know? hard. It is, <laughs> but it's still fun, man. It's you like know? I got it's five like, of them. I can't let one of them go. Yeah. <laughs> Even on AK World, right? I mean, at one point, I had probably God, guns are the worst. Yeah, I probably had fifty plus AKs at one point. You know, uh, all com block, old school shit. Right, I was trying to get every variant, uh, but only seven six two by three nine. Only seven six by three nine because I want one day to go back on the five four five, right? You know, what I'm saying to get the, <laughs> You're the right. so I can start, I can start my whole collection over again, right? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying so. It's uh, it and, and now you do like, both. You just do both. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So any any seventy four stuff I can go through, and then and now I can start over again. You know, I mean, I hope you know. I, once again, that's just the way I'm wired. What's <laughs> your favorite horror movie? <laughs> What's the it's, one you just sit down? Is like if I was going to watch one right, if I only have one to watch ever again, yes. what's it going to be? It'd be the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You can't go wrong with that. It's the grittiest shot on like uh, 16 millimeter. It was not supposed to be anything out there, uh, but it is. It's just dreadful. That and uh, the Evil Dead. Evil Dead okay. is another one that just George you Romero. watch. You're just like. Oh my God! This is the most horrifying thing ever. But I need to watch it again, and again, and again. Probably seen both of those hundreds of times, and I could watch them right now. So you know, um, and I, I like all '80s. I'm a big slasher guy, you know. So yeah. you give me the Friday the 13th, the Halloween's, the you know your your real mainstream stuff. I love. And what I about go, Phantasm? You know, fucking love Phantasm. Okay, like sweet. Phantasm. That's you know like that, that. That is the most scariest movie to me. The Tall Man. The Tall Man. The Tall okay. Man. The greatest. The strength, yeah. And that CUDA that's in it is one of the dopest fucking CUDAs ever. Uh, I have a buddy named Rudy Diamonds who's a big horror collector, and he's Rudy Diamonds. He's a jeweler, so he's rich as hell. Uh, he <laughs> he actually rebuilt that CUDA to the T, to exact everything. Really, man, uh, from the Fantastic. That's movie, awesome. Yeah. It's a great. Yeah, it's totally. He couldn't sell for what he put into it, you know, right now. But it's it's just like that turned cool into like that. a franchise. They did like five of those, I think. Yeah, they got really shitty. Like, oh yeah, after the first one, they was just like I tell people. Watch the first one. The first Phantasm is, is and awesome. And stop, yeah. Yeah, just stop, man. Enjoy that. Those little <laughs> Jawa things that ran around, that's what scared the shit out of me. They were so scary, man. Freaky, right? Yeah, it was oh awesome. Oh, my God. I couldn't sleep for weeks after watching, <laughs> yeah. watching that. I actually, I actually watched it the other the other night. Uh, it, was about, it was about a month ago. Yeah. And um, I was like, all right. Because I never watched the other ones either. I was like, I'll watch the other ones too. So I started watching those. Just like you said, man, they were just like, oh, this is I can't even get, and I'm a shady. dial horror fan. I can't even get through the, like, you get like three or four. I'm like, I'm done. I'm good, you know. But the first <laughs> one, I mean, when you see the tall man pick up the coffin by himself and walk it, you know, over oh, the, yeah. to the, the car, you're just like, you sort of see that, like, the superhuman strength of this fucking, whatever this being is. It's like, this is crazy, dude. As a kid, you're watching this going, oh, my God, this is freaky, man. And I think it, all this comes back to nostalgia shit for me, right? You know, I, mean, I like modern horror. Don't get me wrong. I watch a lot of it. But mm-hmm. the old 80s stuff when I grew up, you know, once again, we're about the same age. You're a little bit older or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we all kind of grew up in the 80s, man. And it was like that stuff right there that 
I just remember going to my basement, throwing a VHS tape in, turn off the lights, and just like, oh, God, just getting fucking freaked out. Right? <laughs> the chills. Yeah, mm. yeah it was fun, man. So. Do, you do, the, do you do the um, the fun houses, the scary house, the horror houses, things like Absolutely. that? Yeah, I, I – uh, you know, I, I, I'm a connoisseur when it comes to that too, man. I travel. I travel uh, all over the country sometimes. To go You're to an college. adrenaline junkie, aren't you? I, I like it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumping out and of airplanes. Houses, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's some haunted houses I'll, I'll travel to Texas for, you know, or you know, I'll, I'll do a couple states just to go check it out. And my buddy, you know, Ben Turpak, the assistant editor, skill set. He's he's even worse than I am when it comes to this stuff, man. You know, and in fact, he's the one that drags me to a lot of this. He he does these lock-ins for these haunted house or uh, you know these like real haunted houses at Ghost Tour. You know, mm-hmm. we'll lock you in this this haunted house in the, from the 1800s, shit like that. And no. I yeah, I don't do much of that. <laughs> it's like, so uh, you would be good like, on one of those like ghost hunter shows. I would do it. We actually thought about it, man. We're like, man, we, had, sh- we just ran out of time. But to, to you should do a, you should do a skill set magazine episode on on that. That's not a bad idea, dude. That's not a real. I, I kind of like that. Man. Have I you think- done a Halloween like Halloween? No, we haven't. Edition? We, um, Hell I yeah. Because we have an October issue that comes out, right? Um, and man, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we will. We've done uh, how to make a dead body and stuff. We've done like, little <laughs> segments and shit like that in <laughs> skill set where people are just like, okay, that's weird. But I'm like, yeah, I know. That's how we are. But that's what you find in the magazine. You find it's such a smorgasbord of stuff, man. You know? So you got to do that, man. I can't believe you haven't even thought about doing I like that. it. All right. Bring me along when you do it. And we'll, okay. All right. We'll, we'll do, do that. it, man. That'll hey, be awesome. There's a lot of spooky shit in Tennessee. I ain't going to lie. There's a lot of spooky stuff there in Tennessee. Is. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of things around here. Maybe we'll just do a Tennessee t- uh, tour and go down there and pick you up and let's go do. No, this we got to do a nationwide thing. Okay, we'll, we'll do a big, <laughs> we'll do a big uh, October Halloween I like, it. like annual thing on it. It'll be oh, hell yeah, dude. It'll be dude, sweet. Dude, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I like to bring up good times. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Yes. Uh, what is your next gotta have? Wanna have? It's like. As soon as I get the opportunity, I'm getting this. It could be a it could be a fire. It could be anything. Oh my god, man! That, that that's that is that it's is like t- top of the list. Top of the list. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to say firearm stuff. I'm, I want a PKM, man. Okay. I want a PKM bat. So, like I said, I I, uh, I I've got my RPG seven. Actually, it's right over here. If you I'm I'm seeing it over there. Yeah. Yeah. Hold, yeah. Hold that yeah. Up. You know. Um. I, and when I got back from Iraq, I was, you know, we got, we got blasted with those things quite a bit. And I was like, I want one, you know, I finally found a dude in Florida, uh, Russian dude that had a bunch, you know, D milled, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I, when I was with, uh, with, uh, Jim Fuller up in Vegas when he was in Vegas, right. Yeah. yeah you know, he he's up there next of, to you now. Yeah. He's right down the street, right in Scottsdale. Um, he, he had, a, you know, he's a full auto PKM and, uh, and I got to go and just get some i mean I, I wasted so much ammo of that dude so i feel bad and i was just like i need one i need a full auto one i need one and i know companies are building and what you know i, I guess voltar voltor used to build them and, and but meridian defense is getting a line of kits so i gotta have one uh i know it's gonna be a, you know it's, it's an expensive item but man just to have that that thing and yeah. kind of round out the the trio of things that tried to kill me for the longest time overseas man. <laughs> collecting everything that's yeah. out of hand and trying to kill me over right. the years. I'm not gonna. I don't need an ID or anything. That would be a great museum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No shit. Yeah. Things that tried to kill me. Right? You have snakes, Start with skateboards, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but I would say that Billy I mean, Johnson, the neighbor next door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. No shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, okay. But, uh, so this next question, it's kind of ties in with that, but it's even bigger, bigger scale. Oh. Think, think larger. 
So laws be damned, money be damned. What would you own or do? Oh, no consequences. Man. See, that's. Uh, <laughs> I love that you don't prep me with these, dude. You're putting me on the spot on this. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, laws be damned and. Uh, money be man. damned, consequences be damned. What would you own or do? Mm, man, I would. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, things are wrong to my brain, but I want to take them out of it. Some of them may not be legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's laws be damned. <laughs> laws yeah, be yeah, damned. <laughs> Morals maybe. Uh, oh, okay, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I could perish, have my own. You ever seen the kids these days? They have this. Um, what is it called? It, well, it's a. It was, it's a game that God. They used to. It's a game a kid, my kid plays all the time. They, <laughs> they almost they parachute in. It's like. Uh, oh, what, oh I know what you're something. talking about. Um, yeah, uh, I always wanted. I always want to do that. I know there's a movie. It's called. Yeah, it's like Fortnite or something Fortnite, like that. That's what it is. Yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, uh, I always want to do that with fucking. Uh, and this, and once again, this is where it gets weird. But uh, I would take all the pedophiles in the world, right? And uh, and I would set this up. I have my own island, and I would airdrop them all in, right? And uh, and that's how we we work. Only one walks away, right? There, there you, you go. go. So uh, and then once again, I know there's been like Running Man. There's been movies. Or you like could that. do I, you could do like do all the pedophiles on this island. And then yes. people pay to come in, like or not even game. pay. You just do a lottery or something like that. Do a lot, and you yeah. do legal, legal to get hunt. rid of these fucking guys. Yeah, hunt. I, I know that, that was the first thing in my head, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't say that on the on the air because that seems <laughs> low. But I, you know what? Fuck these guys, man. You fucking diddle kids, you die. That's yeah, a, that's you, my, you're that's dead. So yeah, I, I would probably, I you know, I'll have a different answer probably in an hour after we get off the off this thing. That's but, fine. Uh, that's fine. We'll come know. up. I'm yeah, sure we'll have you back on again. So I'd love to, man. Yeah, we'll revise. Yeah. We'll revise that question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's you. some more, uh, you know, nicer things to say uh, with this. But uh, but no, <laughs> so, I would. I would <laughs> that, that would take care of a big problem in this world, I think. You know, which is a, a huge problem, and uh, let let it, let it work itself out with some bullets. Yeah, I mean, safe space in prison, taxpayer money, everything. I mean, you're doing everybody a favor. Come on. I, and there, I think we got the majority of the people in the world would be like, let's do this thing. And it'd be good entertainment. And you're probably you're you're probably crushing a lot of would be serial killer killers that way also because they get the, you know, yeah. they get to experience the kill out there, there on go. pedophiles instead of going and you know, so. get it out of their blood, get it out of their yeah. system, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, kills me as you want. Pedophile island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit, right? Yeah, no shit. Jeffrey uh, Epstein, pedophile answer, island. <laughs> but that was something I I would be all about uh, funding if I could, man. So that would be cool. I I would uh, I would help you with that. I would take part in that. We'll do the lottery. I like the lottery. Uh, that'd be something. That, yeah, maybe I can get uh, get on board with Athlon Outdoors. Maybe we can do something. <laughs> Athlon would be behind that 100, percent wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> so. So next question is, um, is there something currently in your arsenal uh, or has there ever been, or maybe your piece of kit, something that you're ashamed to admit that you owned? <laughs> uh, sky pistols? I'm sorry. No, what sorry. is a sky pistol? <laughs> no, oh, I Sky. Used, okay, the brand. Yeah, I get you. I'm just kidding. I, I'm, 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 I'm joking with those guys. Uh, they are cheap little guns. So. Um, they are. Yeah. No, kind of like the he, um, the bricks. The what are the? Oh, uh, the uh, high points. High points. There you go. Yeah, the high point. I actually had a. I had one at one point as a joke, but uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I think I got rid of it. But no, you know what? I mean, I've had some. Uh, 
you know, a lot of times when you're a photographer for uh, for a bunch of gun companies, um, they they tend to, you know, I'm an FFL as well, so they would send guns to me, and and sometimes they just don't want them back, right? Yeah. So um, I would be stuck with, and I say stuck with some of these guns. A lot of them are great, you know, <laughs> which is still sitting in my arsenal. And then there's the uh, the one that. I don't know why I brought it out one day to go shoot with the, with the dudes. I, I think because I'd never shot. I never. I hate having guns in my safe. I never shot, right? Yeah. But I had a a uh, a shotgun from Mossberg, and okay. it was a, yeah, and which is fine, right? I love everybody loves yeah, shotguns. Yeah. I'm like, love Mossberg. But it was a pink muddy girl camo, right? <laughs> okay. And I didn't think anything of it, man. I was like, I right, bring it out. Let's blow some. I got a bunch of you know shotgun twelve gauge ammo. Let's go blow this thing, man. And, and uh, man, you bring that out in front of a bunch of alpha males, right? You have this pink you catch, muddy girl. Catch a little camo. shit on that, huh? <laughs> I literally, I, I did like, I tried to put like two rounds in it and people was like, they just, everybody put the cameras down. Like, we're not going to take pictures of you with this fucking gun, Jason. You get it out of your system, put it back in the truck. I was like, okay. And, uh, I'm ashamed. I still have that gun right now. I should probably take a picture. I'll send it to you, man. But yeah, I still you have got that kids, gun. right? I got one. Yeah. I got a girl. Yeah. There you go. There she you didn't go. Like, she's like, she's embarrassed on that thing, man. It's like, <laughs> she's even, she's, she's, yeah, she's, I don't she's too pink, alpha for that. I don't want a pink muddy girl pattern gun. I was like, all right, sorry. Come on, that <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. So I was, I say that's probably my most embarrassing one. I mean, it's, uh, um, I'm trying to think of anything. Nah, I got everything else I got pretty freaking cool. So man, what about, you know? uh, during your service, what's, uh, what's, what's something awkward that you would carry with you during, during your, um, service oh and service yeah look man i was uh i was a straight m4 guy uh, and i was a saw gunner man i was those are the two weapon systems I but was carried. there like something you would carry with you not weapon wise or anything like that but maybe oh, oh, oh did you have a talisman or anything like that that you uh, carry with you yeah I, I see what you're saying um man you know what it was good luck charm something like yeah, that. yeah i honestly didn't have that you know I, I had like morbid weird shit you know so you know guys when you when you go to war i fought in somalia in 93 Did you collect ears <laughs> yeah, no, funny about that, man. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, we carry like the letter, you know, the, 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 the standard, typical, write my last letter, take it off my dead body and give it to, you know, you have that. And, and it just, you know, you carry that. And I still actually have the ones we wrote. And you're just like, this is, I read it and like, this is dumb. I don't want anybody to read this shit. You know, you get stuff, man. But uh, funny you say about the ears thing. So when we were rolling out, uh, I think it was during the invasion. We, you, know, you get, you sit in, you know, okay, now you're going to exfil you, right? And it takes like a month to get you out of country. Right? Right. You sit there and just do nothing, man. And, uh, and then, customs and our customs i don't know or whatever before you leave the country they go through they dump all your shit right so they go through and you know guys are always trying to steal shit and and usually it's ammo or you know some iraqi fucking whatever i, I want to steal yeah you know i, I had a, i had two dragon offs in plastic that i i was I, at one point i was just like i'm gonna do i'm gonna risk my career and jail time to make sure i can bring these home because they were brand new Fuck Russian yeah Dragonauts. i would risk that <laughs> But I, I pussed out and I didn't do. It. I threw him away. Oh, Literally, just, they're just sitting in the desert somewhere right now. So, um, but uh, so we're right in front Breaks of our grunt. Heart. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, especially <laughs> you know what those things are worth right now. Shit. Yeah. Um, well, we're right in front of this grunt unit. We're all sharing this big warehouse, I guess, Iraqi warehouse, and and then uh, I saw these MPs because they were doing going through all the shit. And uh, they lost their shit. Big commotion, maybe, you know, 10, 20 feet away from me. I'm like, what the fuck? And then uh, everybody, drop your shit. Everybody get out, right? And I was a, kind of a staff, a senior NCO at the time. Yeah. So I got to kind of hang out. And then this dude's backpack, man, he had Ziploc bags of fingers, oh, right? No. <laughs> no, Dude, he, he had an eyeball, oh, right? And uh, like a sock or some shit. <laughs> I mean, it was gross, corroded. I mean, he's, he's had it for months. The shit stunk. And I'm like... What 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 are you gonna do with it? It's not you know they're all like you, <laughs> you know, see think he's taking this shit home with him. He was trying to. I don't know what he's gonna. He had literally. I would say he had probably twenty fingers. 
And I don't know if they're all from like, you know, four different hands or oh they, or he, this guy, I don't, I wasn't part of our unit, but they were just kind of put us together. And it was strange, dude. Cause you, everybody was just like, this guy disappeared. You got to get in touch with this guy for your, for your new warehouse <laughs> oh, yeah, and see yeah, if he's yeah, no, saying, dude, did you happen to make it in country with any of that shit? <laughs> I was just like, you always hear like the nom guys will get the, the ears, right? Yeah. Ear necklaces. Noses and, like and ears. Yeah. I always thought that was just bullshit. But, man, there was dudes that, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it firsthand. The guy had a bag of fingers and an eyeball. I'm like, <laughs> where do you, how do you, what? Okay. I didn't even want to know, man, you yeah. know, but. Yeah, he, he, he disappeared. And it's I don't know beyond it explanation, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. You just, I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was some weird shit like that. But I don't think I carried anything. Um, you know, you, you always have your little ritual prayer before you do anything scary, you know, yeah. that you, you do and all that shit, man. It's the same one I've, I've did for 20 years. I'm not even a religious guy, but you just do it just in case. Right. You know, like, especially jumping out of an airplane at night, you're like, eh, I mean, let me just say this. Maybe, maybe it may help. It may not. I don't touching know. the <laughs> Touching the top of the door or whatever yeah, on the yeah, way out, right, that kind right. of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but uh, yeah, that's about it really, man. <laughs> let me ask you this. Uh, do you shoplift anymore? <laughs> I shoplift anymore yeah wait wait, wait how do you know about wait how do i know about shoplifting yeah <laughs> i read oh, i read shit. stuff i read Did stuff you? yeah no i do not shop. that was fucking <laughs> wow bro I, I brought that up yeah oh hey who of us who has not shoplifted I mean, who's yeah. who's not lifted a pack of uh, you know back in the you know the baseball cards back in our yeah. day it was big, big thing collecting baseball cards and Star Wars cards. You know they come out with yeah. those. I mean, who hadn't lifted a pack of those? Come on, guilty. Oh, you know? Yeah, we're all guilty. <laughs> come on, guilty. <laughs> now I can't remember what it was. I was reading uh, an interview. Somebody did an interview with you, and you were talking about how you had this panache for, you know, just petty, petty shoplifting. I mean, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like a. It was a, a kid thing, man. Yeah. yeah. Did, I tell you, did you hear me read about when, when I was shoplifting like gum and whatnot out of the store and I walked out and I saw a kid get killed? That huh. wasn't where I, that no. was where I stopped. It was, <laughs> it was like, okay, look, I'm once again, I don't believe in signs and shit, but you know, right. I, I, you know, I was a, I was a, I was a punk ass kid, man. So that's why I always tell people, right? I mean, like, hey, man, whatever, man. You know, I, I, I turned out to be a good human being, but you know, as a kid, you're a fuck up, right? Right. Um, exactly. I remember I was. I was with my buddy and uh, hitting the store, grabbing a bunch of fucking you know gum and shit stuck in your pocket. And I walk out, and this is kind of a morbid story, man. I walk out of the store. I never forget, man. North End, uh, it's like shopping center, it was called. And there was this guy with a little two year old in one hand and a case of beer in the other, right? And he's walking, and there's a big main road right in front. He stops to tie his shoe. Let's go both. And unfortunately, that kid hauls the mail right to the street, right in front of my eyes, oh. and gets whacked by a Cadillac. Right? Oh. I saw the whole thing. And I'm just literally, I'm already nervous. So you think that's me. God saying that something, man? I saw that kid, the gum was, was too much, kid. <laughs> it was the first time I ever seen me die, right? And it was a kid. And then you know, watch the old lady that hit him come out, and she's crying, and we're all looking at this kid. Dad's losing his shit. I mean, just the worst of the worst of the worst. And I'm like, and that was the. I was like, am I being punished? I must be getting punished because I'm doing <laughs> bad shit. And I never <laughs> at that point I'm done. I was done. I never grabbed anything. I never, you know, fucking lifted anything. I never did anything like that. It was, it was creepy, man. It was wild. So yeah, that's a. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring down the podcast, but was, no, that's that fine. That's fine. I remember. Uh, life, I could see it to this day, and I was, you know, I was younger. I was a teenager, man. So yeah, I was. was um, I mean, I was. I was really. I don't know how. I was like way young. It's like I was young enough to be able to like sit in the sharp shopping cart. You know how they oh, yeah. used to put yeah. kids in the the seats of the shopping yeah. carts. 
That's what those things were built for, was to put your for sure. for and kids. Legs. And had yeah. a little hole for the legs. A lot of people don't know that, those shopping carts. Um, but anyway, my mom was pushing me through this store with one of those. And she was looking at stuff. And uh, there was this like this uh, keychain, leather keychain that she yeah. was looking at. And she was admiring. And she was like, oh, I really like that. You know, Maybe I'll get that one day. And you know, she kind of put it up. Yeah. And she went over here and did something. And I looked over and I saw it. And I just grabbed it, put it in my... You know, in my pocket right there. Yeah. <laughs> and we got in the car. We're on our way home. I said, Mommy, look what I got you. <laughs> and, oh, and she's nice. like, she like freaked out. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I got one of the biggest ass beatings of my life. We turned around right then. She made me take it back, apologize to the people. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. When I was young. Uh, so this is like, man, I guess I was a little thief from way back, man. Um, I was in a JCPenney's, right? And our mall, which had a two-story JCPenney's, had an escalator, right? So I was with my little brother, and uh, I was, man, I'm like six, eight years old, and uh, I'm trying to steal a little fucking, I don't even remember what it was, toys, right? You go to toy aisle and stuff yeah. like that. Well, I almost got caught. I thought someone saw me, whatever, and I freaked out. So I dropped my shit, and I told my brother, let's go. Let's go sit on the escalator, right? So we run to the escalator. And I sit down because I'm trying to hide, right? Right. I, had, I didn't have it. I just dropped the item. Whatever. You're a kid, you know? Yeah. And I'm riding up the escalator up the stairs. And I didn't get off when I get to the edge, right? And I had these little, like, weird fabric shorts. And my fucking shorts got caught in the escalator. Oh, so I'm sitting there. Shit. It went underneath, like, the little grate, right? And then you know, I can't get up. I'm stuck. And then the people start to walk over me. And I'm like, and my brother's like, he sees me. He's like, fuck this. I'm out. And he runs away. I'm like, you son of a you bitch. bastard. I'm stuck right there. They had to shut down the escalator. They had to take it apart so I can get, they take my pants off. I'm sitting there buttoning, or I had underwear, right? tidy whities as a little kid. And, and there was a crowd of like 30 people. I never forget. I'm just like, this is what I get. Once again, I'm being punished. Again, yeah. God punishing me. And my mom, my mom sees a commotion and she comes over. She's a second story. She sees me wearing no, just some underwear and some maintenance guy trying to get my shorts out. And she literally is like, fuck you. And she goes away. She leaves me. <laughs> It's dude, not my kid. Not my kid, dude. I'm just like, God, what is my luck sucks. That bro. is great. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So that is hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that is something that you know you know Clint Emerson, he's been on your show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's he's been on ours too. And yeah. you know what he what he did for a living, and I guess, I guess he still does, but you know, he did like security company evaluations and he would try yes. to break into Oh yeah, yeah. To companies and, and stuff. I would love to do that. That's what I would That'd be cool. That would be yeah, awesome. Right? So can, yeah, and infiltrate and and yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. I know Clint's a great guy, man. He's yeah. he's. I was so proud of him. He actually shot uh, one of his series here with Marcus Torgerson at our studio and all oh, that okay. stuff. So I got to see the whole the whole production and all that stuff. It was pretty neat, man. He's a great guy, man. And uh, if there's if there's out there haven't seen that series, the Hundred Deadly Skills, it's it's amazing. Hundred Deadly Skills, and he just started doing the Can You Survive This podcast. He started ho- hosting it. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, another great. another great podcast. I just started listening to it too. It's really yeah. good. I think you'd enjoy it too. They set up these scenarios with their guest, uh, and they is like, kind of like you, you got two options. Yeah, you know, do you do this? Do you do that? And whatever they pick, then it leads to the next question. It's like, yeah. all right, would you do this? Yeah, would cool. you do this? Choose your uh, adventure. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So they get astronauts on there. You know, they get former um, special ops guys and you know scientists, and it's like that's. It's pretty That's why cool. I love Clint, man. He, he's so creative when it comes to that. I mean, the 100 Deadly Skills is great because even if you guys haven't seen the book, it's it's just all pictures, right? It's uh, yeah, You got it, right? Boom. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's all it's all just pictures, man. And that's the video. You, you know, once again. But it, he went one step further in this one. He put those QR codes 
And oh, it, it goes to a video too. So oh, it's actual video of him and like Zoltan, you know, doing, oh, yeah. doing badass shit. <laughs> that's great. Man. Yeah. And that's brilliant, man. I mean, once again, he, he knows that's a great, uh, we used to actually, we're, we're such good friends. He would let us run in our magazine, our earlier magazines, like two pages of, of hundred deadly skills. So I'd pick out a couple each time. Oh, you that's know? cool. And, and all that stuff, just to, you know, cause I just thought they were great. You know, they're, they're quick little bits of information and they're fun and, and all that stuff. And I like that stuff. Easy to digest, man. That's how yeah. we, even in, in skill set was how we try to make our, our magazine like short read, right? So it's short attention span type of stuff, man. You're not reading the dead sea uh, scrolls, you know, each article you're right. in and out in a minute or two, three minutes, five minutes or whatever, you know? So, uh, every time is valuable, right? So it's, and that Absolutely. Was, it, it was built for the sitting, you know, that magazine's supposed to be in the shitter, right? You know, so but that's the, thing, the great thing about magazines, you know, they're meant to be read over yeah. and over and, you know, over and read a little bit here, go to the shitter, read a little bit, go lay out by the pool, yeah. read a little bit, got a exactly. long trip, you know, read a little bit at the airport, you yeah. know, kind of thing. And, you know, that's how they get that look like you had of the Michael Rooker, Right. All you know, eventually it's going to look like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right, man. It's And that's what I tell people. I'm like, people, I tell people, pass them around, man. Give it, throw it, wherever. Leave it in the toilet. I don't give a shit. But you that's know? what the newer generation don't, you know, they don't understand, you know, books, magazines, you know, the, the actual tangibility, yes. you know, of, of having that right there. It's like, yeah. You know, I'll just pull it up on my phone. You know, I got it right here. Boom. Bam. I've tried that. I've tried to read on tablets. I've tried to read, you know, I just can't do it. I need, give me something, like I said, tangible in my hands. And um, I always laugh because I've said this about a thousand times. So you pray. But uh, Stan Lee, the, the great comic uh, genius, right? <laughs> yeah, I love Stan Lee. Absolutely. His, his Excelsior. Has always stuck with me. He's just like, he goes, uh, yeah, a pair of titties looks great on a computer screen, but wouldn't you rather have it in your hands? You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's brilliant. I mean, that, that explains physical media right there. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's better in your hands, man. You know? So anyway, <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, he had a knack. Love Stan Lee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you collect yeah. comic books growing up? Absolutely. I still have them. So I got lucky. Still got them? I got uh, a lot of mine. I, 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 a lot of my 80s stuff, uh, all the old Punisher stuff, I've kept. Nice. Uh, just stuck in an attic and my mom she's just like you know they moved or whatever like you want this box of comics i'm like shit yeah yeah (laughs) you're 30 years old man i'm like and uh i got a few gems in there you know but uh you know a lot of them are not worth shit but it was kind of just to go back and look at these things and and see where like some of them might even mark you know or i cut out like a proof of purchase to go you know get the oh yeah but you go back and you go through them and you remember that little mark you know and it 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 brings you back to that time you're like ah fuck i remember you know, and nostalgia, man. It, to me, it's a drug, man. I always tell people, I'm like, it's it it it's. I get high off thinking of the the old times and the little things that you just said. You like a trigger, man, and it just takes my memory back, right? To like, oh man, how cool was life back in the '80s? And you know, I my kid gets tired of me telling that because life was fucking great back in the '80s. I tell uh, people it that it was a great decade. You know, you could get away with anything. You your parents didn't give a shit. Just go play. You know, when it gets dark, come back home. Yeah. You know, they didn't and want to was, see you till it was dinner time. You know, right? You know, well, you can't do that now because half people get picked up and they're in Mexico and you know, <laughs> but it was or, like, or the fucking neighbors are you know harassing them and yelling at them. Sure. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so it was a good time. And and you're right. That's what I see these little things that trigger my memories back then. It's like, man, that was. That good was fun, old days. Man. Yeah, the good old days, you the know. And it's days. like it's it sucks for like a newer generation because it's like you try to instill that in them, you know. Like, hey, there's still ways to do it, but uh, unfortunately, the the phones and the you know people are so uh, glued to all that these yeah. days. And it's like, man, it just kind of takes the takes the fun of just being part of just 
walking life, man, walking around and doing your thing, you know, getting in trouble and doing your thing. I mean, once again, it's like, you know, being an old guy, skate guy, right? I was, I was skate punk back in there. And it was like, I did so much running from the cops constantly. I'm, a, I'm one of the biggest law enforcement supporters there is. And I tell every cop I have in here, I'm like, I used to, it was my job to run from you guys. And, and if you caught me, you did your job. You know, I was never mad at you. I was like, yeah. all right, you got me, motherfucker. You know, take me to my parents or whatever. Right. You know? But Because that's like, like you said, you know, back then it was just, you're not yeah. going to take you to jail. They're just going to call your parents. You know? Yeah, call my parents. That was even worse. I'd rather go to jail. My dad yeah. kicked ass, right? You know, but that was the that was the risk, and that was the fun part of it. You know, you didn't hate cops. That's the job, man. You it's adrenaline. Again, you're an adrenaline junkie, just like yeah. the shoplifting. The shoplifting's an adrenaline thing, you know? <laughs> it's so it's dumb. A, it's know, an adrenaline. Right? I know. It's stupid, but we all did it, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah we knew it was right. wrong. It was like <laughs> just the, the thrill yeah. of the chase kind of thing. But For sure, right? All right, last question. <laughs> all right. New guy question. If you could spend the day at the range with anyone or group of people, whether they're alive, dead, or fictional, who would you like to spend the day at the range with? Uh, Carlos Hathcock, uh, the most infamous yeah. Marine sniper there is, man. Um, you know, never got to meet the guy, uh, unfortunately, and but uh, I grew up on his legends, especially in the Marine Corps, you know, the, the legendary Vietnam sniper uh, and all that stuff. I would love just to sit. I don't even need to go in the range. Or it'd be nice to go in the range and actually shoot with him. That'd be yeah. a dream. But just sit in a room with him and just, you know what? Here, Here's a case of beer. Let's go. Let's yeah. just start talking. This, or grab some whiskey. I want to hear all the stories that, uh, that you know, it not was not printed. Because, you know, that's one thing, especially when it comes to war, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you forget, man, you know, until you have someone there that can trigger something. That like, was actually there, yeah. Yeah. And when you get kind of two combat vets together, it is a weird dynamic that, you know, even if they never served together, they'll trigger different different things, memories like, oh, wait, yeah, I did that. Or, you know, this and this happened to yeah. me. And, and, and man, to hear uh, such a legendary sniper, you know, I'm a big I'm a big fan of snipers. I, I wasn't one in the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. um, I got into the long range game afterwards uh, with with Buck Doyle. He was a sniper, and I, I fell in love with the game. And now I appreciate these guys even more. But I remember the the detrimental uh, effects of a sniper in, you know, say Iraq or Somalia. Psychological, I mean, just oh alone, yeah. You know, even if they wouldn't hit anybody and you just had no idea where that came from, you you, you would hunker down a whole platoon, you yeah. know, for hours thinking, like, what are we going to do? One person right? can hold down a whole platoon, and it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. So I love that part of it, man, and, uh, and to talk to someone who's, you know, got triple-digit kills. That would be awesome, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that, I would definitely say, yeah. So you had, uh, you had, you've had Jack Carr on, haven't you? Yes, a couple times. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. he's been on ours too a couple of times too. I think he okay. said, I think he that was the person he picked. Did he? Uh, it was one of them. I think I think it was one of the ones yeah. that and uh, Hemingway. He picked Hemingway. I remember that. Oh yeah. Well, he's got a Hemingway type. So I did a uh, his cover of Ballistic magazine, which is about uh, I don't know, maybe it was close you know, six eight months ago. Um, <clears throat> I got to shoot it, so I get to go up to to Utah and hang out with Jack for a couple of days and uh, go to his house and shoot. And he has a shut up because I was supposed to go next week. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I know. He, versus Park City, Utah. So he got true. called to Hollywood for that. Uh, yeah. For the filming, the terminals. Yeah. 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 And that, which is amazing, by the way. That guy's just good on that guy because he's such All a right. nice person. He is. He's killing But uh, he has an actual Hemingway typewriter, right? I didn't yeah. know that. He's I want to put this typewriter here on the, the shot. I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool. Nice little typewriter. And he tells me. He talked about it. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> Holy shit, that's wild, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, he's really good. He actually gives me shout outs in the book because uh, I, I helped him with some AK knowledge. And he would call me from like Siberia. 
you know, hey, dude, I have an AK here. Can I send you a picture? Can you tell me about it? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. You know, this is great. So That would be a good one. We'll get him and you and um, oh, yeah. the Meridian guys on. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because yeah, he, be, he said he wanted to be on to do one, too. Yeah, for sure, dude. That would be great, man. That'd Let's be a do good it, episode. Man. Fuck yeah. That would be amazing. And Jack's a great dude, man. And he's just hell of a writer. And what he, you know, the fact that he's got, you know, the Amazon movie coming out, series or whatever. It's going to be out, awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, and uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy, man. Uh, and once again, uh, you know, I've seen Jack almost not as worst, but I've seen him even when he's in a bad mood. And he's still a great dude. You know, <laughs> he's still a nice guy. It's like you can't. I can imagine, me. yeah. <laughs> you know, so he's just and, so and well prepared. Been, you know, and yeah. he, you know, he's talking about how people say I'm lucky and all this. You know, but you know, um, preparedness whole, favors the yeah. or luck prepared what favors the the prepared. Is, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he, I've watched him work. He, he's his research is top notch, man. I mean, he he goes crazy in depth. You know, once again, like going to Siberia, dude, to, to you know, yeah. research shit. Well, South like Africa, that. yeah, yeah, South that, yeah, all that stuff. So it's it's pretty neat, man. And uh, and so I'm really excited for him. I'm excited to see the terminal list, man. It's great, you know. Yeah, I Reading can't wait. It now it's like okay, now I can see what they did with it, you know. And what about uh, Pratt? Have you had Pratt? Um... No, well, I liked and this. Look, this is where I'm. I'm, I'm a because he's supposedly like a two A guy too. He is, yeah. I, you know, he's went and hunted with Jack and all that stuff. He's, I've seen him. You know, I get to see little behind the scenes photos on his phone and all that stuff. I was like, man, I, I love that guy. I love to have him on the show. I love to have him. You know, as another cover. You know, and so I'm leaning on Jack to, hey, dude, what's up? Make that call, man. Get him and that Toyota on there. Hell yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right. So. Uh, pretty cool, man. So definitely, man. So yeah, there you go, man. For sure. Hathcock, like it. Done. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. It. Very good. There you go, man. You made it through the Talking Lab podcast. You made it through the new guy questions. Man, you made it through I the jet. You're a tr- you're a a champ, dude. So thank I'm you, <laughs> Jason Swar with Skillset Magazine. Talk about where they can go and and check Absolutely. out everything Skillset's doing. The podcast. Everything. Yeah, issue uh, issue eighteen. Wow, all these uh, issue eighteen is out in stores right now. Uh, it actually we uh, we did a feature cover uh, on uh, the tactical games, man. Which um, wow, let me pull it up. Yeah, keep talking uh, about. Yeah. It. I'll pull it up. Here. Hopefully, it's online. Uh, if not, it it'd definitely be on my Instagram or whatever our Instagram. Um, the tactical games. Yeah, I didn't know anything about them, and uh, I was like, I'm curious. So we went down to Texas and uh, I didn't participate. Thank God, it would kill me because um, it was it's it's tough, man. It's you know I I was I'm not a big CrossFitter, but it's uh it's basically CrossFitting CrossFit games with shooting, right? So they wear you down to nothing. There you go. Yeah, uh, they wear you down to, to pretty much nothing uh, and just work your ass to to your you can't even hold a gun and then you expect to do some pretty high end marks, not high end, but a lot of you know you're you're shooting 15, 20 yards with a pistol. So it's like a, a three gun competition on steroids is that kind of what it is it is yeah it is you know you're just it's carrying like a, a lot like of- a three gun crossed with a, a spartan race yeah okay very good is that that's what it is great, that's, a, that's a great way to call it yeah okay I, in fact i should have used that in the book man so um <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah feel so free the, feel free the girl on top on our cover right now uh tristan burris she's a national champion she's a beast man she is tough as hell nice as hell um ah, and then those, uh test test delts man yeah, she's. I always had her arms. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but uh, and Tess Alb, who is a competitor who's won the tackle games like seven times, she actually wrote the story. Oh, damn. Um, I was gonna write it, but I'm like, she's a competitor. I'm like, and we're good friends. I was like, Tess, it makes sense. 
do it, man. And she she used to work for the NRA writing and all that stuff. She's really good at all that stuff, and uh, she's in the gun industry a lot. But uh, we're used to work for Armor Light and whatnot, so she knows the deal. And uh, she wrote an amazing article, and it's a it's a good it's look. If you ever decide to do one of these things, read this article first because it's tough, man. It's it's a bitch. And uh, you see these guys get done; they're puking all over themselves. Yeah, they've been doing like, this for a while, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, it's been out for a few years, man. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's just kind of starting to pick up. And uh, they want me to do one here in October in in Phoenix, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll try. I mean, what <laughs> month did they do this one? This was uh, it was actually in March, so March, it was actually, still a little warm, a little cold. I mean, temperature. It was actually freezing that day, man. Oh, believe okay. it or not. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, you know, uh, really, really pretty awesome. Great group of people, man. Great, great. Uh, I guess test of strength and and, and shooting ability. You know, because you're shooting at target. You're not like shooting at like you know half silhouettes or anything. You're shooting at a three by five from 20, 25 feet after carrying you know two hundred pounds. Right. I was gonna say after you've climbed a twenty yeah, foot wall. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a it's pretty wild, man. So um, it's pretty awesome. And uh, so, guys, that's out in the stores. It's nationwide. Go, you know, grocery stores. Uh, your CVSs, your Walgreens. Uh, I think Walmart carries it. Um, Just or, not Kroger, huh? Yeah, actually, Kroger. Yeah, they carry it. Okay, go back to that cover real quick, or if you can. I don't know if you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this is why. Let me show you why we can put it in Kroger. This is it's almost embarrassing to say this. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So uh, let's go back to her real quick. There okay. So there was actually an AR strapped to her back that I photoshopped out. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately. And you, yeah. And that's, you know, they're, they're fine with pistols. Especially they're fine with that, huh? They're yeah. Fine with the but the AR strapped across her back it was a no-go for her. That just threw, threw them over the, the top yeah, right there. And it's like, I, you know, and I was like, well, screw you guys. I don't care. But, you know, big corporate's like, uh, no, we're going to get rid of that thing. I'm like, okay. But, it, you know, the, the effect is still there. It's fine. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? But, um, so, yeah, we're in all that. Books, uh, all the books of millions, your, your Barnes and Nobles, you guys name it. It'll you be do there. digital copies of this? Absolutely. So and that's why I, I recommend everybody. It's like, screw these stores, uh, screw the censorship. Go to skillsetmag.com. And uh, one, we have daily articles updated you know, every day, or five days, six days a week, or whatever. Um, some good stuff on, on Skillset Mag. And then subscribe, man. It's cheap. I think you can get a whole year for under $20, you know? Nice. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. It's worth it. And then if you're a digital guy, you can get your. Uh, there you go. You just pop one up. What is it? What's our story today? Red Dawn, the most badass commie wasted movie. Oh, ever. dude, we could do a whole episode on Red Dawn. <laughs> right? Oh Only my god. The, 80, the eighty-four Red Dawn, not the new one. Oh no, so, no, the new one sucks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it's but, yeah. it's movie. It's its own movie, but it's not Red Dawn of the eighties. No, absolutely no, not. Not at all. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, skill set mag. We have once again. We keep it updated, and uh, it's it's some fun stuff. In What's there, this man? about so, Bob Ross? He was an Air Force guy, man. A lot yeah. of people don't know that. Bob yeah, Ross. he actually did like I can't remember how long he did, but like eight years or something, or maybe retired. He was he was old school man. Yeah, he kept it real. But then he was uh he he did he never want to yell at anybody ever again. So he started doing the painting stuff. So pretty cool. Kind of chilled chilled him out, huh? Big time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Happy so, faces, smiley faces. Uh, but we got tons of little articles like that, man. Check back daily on skillsetmag.com, and then uh, yeah, man, you know, follow us on Instagram. Everything's everything's at skillsetmag, man. So there, there you, you go. go. And in honor of uh, Memorial Weekend, Memorial Day, uh, this yeah. art selection. Celebrities who you probably didn't know served in the military. So that's what I was yeah. talking about. Bob Ross, he's on here. Ice-T, yeah. the rapper yeah. Ice-T. Yeah. Uh, Steve McQueen. I didn't know Steve McQueen was uh, in the yeah, military. Yeah, absolutely. Rob Riggle. Rob. We just talked about Rob Riggle. Jackie Robinson, the f uh, famous baseball yeah. player. So very absolutely. cool. 
Yeah. So once again, you 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 have tons of little uh, useless information like that uh, daily on our site. Some <laughs> <laughs> fight tips too, man. We have some. You know, once again, we uh, we got a a lot of pro MMA guys that uh, we do videos and like good street defense type of stuff. Nothing like we're gonna make you a ninja, but like yeah. more of shit get you out of trouble when you need it. You know, might little, get you that motivation that you need to get into the gym. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of good stuff. All uh, all free on the website. There's no paywall and none of that shit, man. Oh, sweet. Uh, and if you like it, and then you feel like subscribing to the magazine app, by all means, go grab some. And it's it's uh it's I always say our magazine's 120 pages, right, of just kick-ass content. Right. And it's less, it's less than a Hallmark card. Hallmark cards are seven bucks. Oh my god, bucks. they're so ridiculous now. Yeah. That's another one of those examples of shit that's gotten way ridiculous. I, I know, right? There you go. You can get the whole year for 19.97, man. Look at that, man. Four oh, yeah, you can't beat that. And that's is this the the digital, or you actually get the print one with this? No, that's the print, man. Yeah. That's so you print, get it right man. to your door 100 percent for mail less than 20 bucks your mailbox man for 20 bucks man that's that's two combo meals at wendy's if you've been listening to the show for <laughs> go back there right so and how how often do you put them out uh we're quarterly so every uh, yeah once a once a quarter okay uh, four years you're so you're showing uh, michelle viscusi right there on the oh is that michelle five. that is her man. i did she not recognize her yeah, the Glock shooter. She's a good yeah. friend of ours. Uh, I needed a we did a little uh, skill set, un, uh, uncommon core, basically trying to change what's being taught in America. So I needed a cool. Uh, uh, you needed a hot for teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It kind of turned out. I told her I was like, I wanted her to be mean. I'm like, hey, Michelle, I want you to look tough, right? And then she was up, and of course, Michelle looks great. She just you know? looks she sexy. I know, and I'm just like, ah, son of a bitch. All right, yeah. I'm just, I'm just wanting to end this uh, interview real quick here. <laughs> Or literally just going to cover the camera. Get some B time. Yeah, turn off that camera first. <laughs> A little combat uh, yeah. jack. Yeah. <laughs> you know it, right? No, awesome. she's a she's a great shooter though. She um yeah, I remember her on um uh, Top Shot. Yeah, she got, you know, I never, I haven't had her on the show yet, but I've had a lot of the other people that were on uh, Top Shot so, on the show. Funny thing about that, she'll tell you, she's a horrible interview. Uh, we've had her a few times, and, I, <laughs> and she, she, she doesn't. Maybe like that's talking. why I can't get her on. Yeah, she, she'll tell. I'll tell her. We've had her on our, our show a couple times, and it's like it's like pulling teeth. And we're good friends. She literally lives right down the street from our studio, right? And oh, it's like, wow. come on. And she goes, I just hate talking about myself. Eh, all right, whatever. So, yeah, you know, but uh, she's really cool. Awesome girl, man. And uh, and a great shooter, man. She, she yeah. bears me when it comes to shooting, man. So it's, it's some some fun stuff, man. So I'm surprised yeah. she hasn't been in, you know, they haven't recruited her for like for some of these movies uh, and stuff. Well, she, so she's, a, she's only, you know, the, she's a new Call of Duty uh, character, too, if you haven't noticed that, man. No, um, which one is she? So she just came out. I don't. So it's so funny because like uh, I know all the guys that do the, the photography at, uh, and all that stuff for for Call of Duty, and I knew she got hooked up about six months ago. And uh, what's her character name? She she actually has. They had to do makeup. They 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 put a. Oh God, she's like a mohawk in it, man. Oh, um, that's like her. Mohawk. Yeah, that's her. It's her. I can't I can't remember her name. I'm not because that chick to me looks like the one from. Um uh, Taren Ta that used to be at Taren Tactical. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Chick. Like uh, Jade or whatever. Jade, yeah, yeah that's who. Yeah. That's who she that's, reminds no, me. That's Michelle, man. That's Michelle. Blonde, Is uh, it this they one? Had to do, they had to do like six hours of makeup to get it into that, uh, you know, and all, and all that stuff. So, which is cool, man. You know, it's something like once again, it's it's good that you know, 
Call of Duty is not dumb, and, and this is why I tell people because they're they're grabbing these influencers, these shooters with a big following in the gun industry, and you know, and it's great because they, they're you know they're they're going ahead. That's and, their audience, yeah. Yeah, they're going crazy, and they're, like they're that dude. Shit out of it, so lurch. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, real world Tony or whatever tactical, whatever his name is. Yeah, and, uh, I've seen him at a couple and, events. For sure, yeah. So uh, even that cover, if you uh, you had the cover of a skill set up a minute ago, uh -huh. the one with the dog. Right, it was uh, God, I think it's issue fifteen or ours or something like that. It had uh, the, the dogs of war. Um, that dog is in Call of Duty. Yeah, right there. That's uh, that's Call of Duty Rex. He's actually uh, he's oh, he's one of Duty. he's the dog that goes and uh, yeah does the yeah the attack. That's so. him. Man. In fact, you know what the funny? So his handler right there, uh, he's a good friend of mine, the recon marine. He's in Call of Duty too. But they they, they, they in fact he's uh, I can't remember. I'm not a Call of Duty guy, but the one of the main characters, some captain or whatever. I can't remember the guy's name. Price. Um, so that's Captain Price right there, except they don't use his face. They use his body. Ah, that's <laughs> so Aaron, cool. The guy's name is Aaron Schweitzer. He's like all butthurt. He's like, man, my dog's more famous. They use than his I mustache. Am. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they actually uh, they they use someone else's face, but use his body. So he does all the the, the work for him and all oh, that stuff. That's, they should have used his face. I, I know. That's, well, you know what's funny? Is, he kind of uh, looks like it. He does kind of look like him. Kind of looks like Yeah, yeah. We served together for years, man, uh, and all that stuff. So really good dude, man. Really cool guy. So, uh, And a dog is – a dog, here's the best part. A dog is, I mean, an amazing canine. Was a pound find. He found that dog. Oh, really? I love those stories. Nice. And then trained this dog to – I mean, that dog's a killer. He's a great dog, man, and uh, now he's all famous and shit, man. But, uh, yeah, so pretty awesome stuff, man. So even canines fall into Memorial Weekend. There you go. There's Absolutely. been a lot of canines that have given their lives for the service. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that that article right there, and that, you guys can pick up back issues and whatnot. But uh, that was about that. The you know canines in combat history, man, and you know a lot of them were killed, but a lot of them were awarded. You know, I mean, did heroic acts and all that stuff, man. Amazing right. dogs. One medals. You know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff with Skill Set Mag. And uh, like I said, appreciate you. Let me plug it a little bit. So, <laughs> no, absolutely, man. It's, it's uh, my, it's really the only magazine that uh, I get anymore. So, <laughs> that's nice. I appreciate that, man. That's good. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of one of those that uh, kind of fell to the wayside as far as the print stuff goes. And sure. actually, um, Clint was a guy who got me back into books. Um, nice. I had him on a couple of years ago. And, uh, for his interview, I was like, well, shit, I got to buy that book <laughs> to, and read it you know, before <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. this interview. And then Jack came along and uh, I've read all his books now too. And the yeah. audio versions, man, I really like the audio versions, dude. I haven't heard those yet. I need to, I, I should be, I, I'd be interested on those, man. The, um, the guy who Jack Carr has that does his, um, Jack Carr narrator, he, he was the voice in, um, that, um, oh shit. The Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, was it Justice League? Justice League. Oh, Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure. was the he was the voice of uh, Dark Side. Oh, nice. Nah. Yeah, now I got to listen to that thing. All right. <laughs> I don't know how to spell. Oh, what is the guy's name? I've said it like a million times. Really? <laughs> anyway, he, it's on the show. Go back to that episode. Ray Porter. I knew it'd come okay, to yeah. me. Ray nice. Porter. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm down. I didn't know I was still staring at my screen. <laughs> Sitting there <laughs> typing up shit. <laughs> so, oh, and the podcast, it's on all the... Yeah, all the channels. Skillset Live, just Google it, DuckDuckGo, whatever you guys are doing these days, and uh, it'll pop up. And like I said, we got close to 300 episodes, man. Um, and, Very nice. Uh, some good, some bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's, a, there's definitely a smorgasbord. There's no real theme going in You're any of You're cranking them out. Man. How long have you been doing the podcast? 
Uh, oh, shit. 2017. Uh, I didn't even know what podcasts were, man. Ben, uh, my assistant editor was like, yeah. Hey man, cause you know, we have, we have a pretty good fan base, man. And people love it. And you know, we're a quarterly magazine. So a month prior to a magazine come out, we get a lot of hype, man. People love it. The month after it comes out, people are super stoked, but there's a one month in between that people don't give a shit anymore. Right. You know, right. whatever. And that's, that's life. So he goes, we should do a podcast. I'm like, what is that? Something you do in your basement with your mom's basement. I was joking. I'll and then I, you. Got into, I got into the world of it. I looked at it and I'm like, what a great medium, man. This is a great medium. And, uh, and uh, I didn't know I could run my mouth like I can, you know, and it's, you're uh, it's great. Fun, you're a great orator. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Back at you, by the way. Well, you're, thank you're, you. I appreciate yeah. that. We started this uh, in 2012. So oh, we're going on 10 what years now. Get out of town, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, so you're old school, man. Yeah. We're, we're like one of the first, if not the first firearms uh, podcast. Um, nope. So we've been, we've been doing it a minute and I was like you. Uh, me and my buddy were throwing around ideas to to start up something. He's like, let's do a you know, open up a gun store. Let's do a bar. Let's do. And then he was managing like four Mexican radio stations at the time. Damn. And he's like, let's do a podcast. I was yeah. like, okay, what the fuck's a podcast? <laughs> What's a podcast? Yeah, right? he's he's like, it's like we do every week. You know, we'd call each other once a week and get caught up on comics and movies and guns and girls. And you know, he was married to this chick who. Yeah. Was a, completely anti-gun at the time nice you know so owning a gun store was completely out of the question he said yeah right he said but we can at least talk about it so he said i got all the equipment here at the radio station come down and uh, we'll just record our conversations basically nice. and i was like easy enough yeah. <laughs> so. crazy man no that's 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 great dude because it's um a lot of people don't stick with it you know we've given a lot of advice because people all i would say once a week hey man how do i start a podcast you're just like oh god okay yeah you know? yeah like, all the time but uh, the fact that, you know, we've we've told a lot of people, we've helped a lot of people, we've mentored a lot of people, but a lot of people just, they do X amount of shows and they fall off because it gets hard. People don't realize how much you got to, you got to have, you know, some prep to it. And then the, to be able to just, like me and you just went off the cuff today, right? Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's really tough for a new guy to do, right? Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of time and practice and not that, you know, it, it sounds like just a conversation, but the flow, you keep the flow going and all that, which is really nothing I hate worse. Than there's a an art though, you know, there's a, uh, there's dead silence and you know, no one knows what to say. I, I can't stand podcasts like that. And that's why I told Ben, I was like, we're going to do this. I go, we're going to keep the flow going, man. Keep that entertaining going. And, you know, if you miss something, you almost have to go back. What did I, what did I just miss, you know, uh, and stuff like that. And you do kind of the same thing, which is, yeah. which is good, man. And a lot of guys, I mean, you know, I, I, they, they fall off, man. They, you know, Haley, all these guys, I, I don't even know if Haley's podcast is still up. I don't know. If, <laughs> call, call him nowhere, man. I'm calling him out. Cause, uh, we got him started on a podcast. He started doing one. Cause I was like, dude, you're going to make a shitload of money doing it. Right? You're calling nowhere. Right. And uh, I don't know if he still does it. He may have fell off too. I mean, tough. he's making, a, he's making enough money anyway. So, I mean, he didn't yeah. really need to do one. <laughs> know, so. right? Just being a guest yeah. on people's podcast is what some people need to stick to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. You know, cause it's difficult, man, you know, to come up with a new stuff or to find guests and, and all, it's, it's not easy, you know? No, and it's if, not. If you got it down and and you could carry a good conversation, and make it. Dude, we've been talking like what two and a half hours. And no, we is, we did a Rogan podcast today, man. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like a five parter for some people, you know. But it's like, uh, yeah. you know. But it's, that's it's the great thing about podcasts is they can stop and pick up where they left off. You know. Yeah, and I and I, and I think it's. I always tell that even advertisers, man. I tell people, I'm like, look. If you're going to give us a discount code, and I don't know why we're getting into podcast one on one here, but I tell people, yeah. if you're going to you know, tell your advertisers, if you're going to give me a discount code, make sure it's for life. 
even if we break up, we never talk again. And yep. you don't, that's what I, I tell them too. I was like, because, because yeah. we get new listeners every day and they go back to the very you know beginning and they'll listen to the, yeah. to the show. And absolutely. And people were like, like, well, hey, I went to X, this, this, you know, whatever your advertiser, they didn't have your, your code anymore. I'm like, that's their fault. They could have made a sale right there, you know? Right. So, um, but it's a great medium, man. I think it's, uh, it's, it's a good way to get out. Now you're adding video, you're saying, and all that stuff. It's 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 good. Yeah, too, I didn't you know? record them in the past, um, yeah. but people, you know, people started recording them, and I started getting requests. They're like, "Hey, why don't you record your podcast? I want to see who you're talking to." I was like, "Sure." Well, it's just two dudes sitting there talking, but okay, I'll record it <laughs> no, if you want to. But I, I tried to add that. more visuals, you know, to it. So yeah. I find myself too. I, I mean, we, uh, sometimes I want to see what they look like, you know, or, and, and, uh, especially an animated guy, you know, who's, you know, talking and doing all that stuff. It's good to, it's good to know, uh, what the, you know, people look at your list. I mean, that's why yeah. Rogan does it, right? Joe Rogan, he has his stuff. I mean, he it's a missed audio. opportunity. Now that I look back, I was like, it's just, it Me was too. a missed opportunity, you know, and yeah, you've got all kinds of different, that, you've got you different know? advertising that you can do with the video that you can't do with the audio. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, for sure, man. So yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And like, I, well, I appreciate, appreciate good podcast and I appreciate guys that, that, uh, can power through and keep the thing going, man. You know, you have highs and lows when it comes to podcasts, you know, you, you're never going to, uh, please everybody. Yeah. You know, we get today like, Oh, that podcast sucks. I'm like, well, it's about country music and you don't like country music or whatever, you know, it's like, so, yeah. we but you did do a good one with country music. Your last episode that you had on, yeah, you Ryan had, Beaver, man. yeah, that, yeah, was that dude one. was awesome, man. <laughs> really good, man. And good uh, his story is awesome too, man. You know, so, and that's what we try to tie in. It wasn't, I'm not a country music fan, but it was a good story behind it, man. You're losing his brother in Iraq and all that. I mean, it was, it was pretty, but that's the thing. Everybody's got something in common. You find a common ground, you know, and then yeah. you, you, you feed off that and whether you're anti-gun you're pro-gun your country yep. your rock you know everybody's yep. got a little common ground somewhere you know there's a, I, I agree 100 you know, man he's like i yeah. hate rap but there's some rap i can't say i hate all rap because there's some rap you know there's the 80s rap i love yeah. the 80s rap man hell yeah <laughs> me too yeah so you're right there's there's always a common ground somewhere man we could all find it right and it's it's, it's the beauty of of, of it's just it's just the it's just you got to be willing to find that you know some people just refuse you know, they, they don't want to see that there is commonality and in, in common ground and Yeah. You know, we can we yeah. can all live together. Come on. Yeah, we can all get along. It's, it's hands across America, right? There whatever. you go. <laughs> I, I <laughs> love that, that shit back in the eighties or whatever. It was the hands across America Hell for yeah. me. I'll get down a rabbit hole and all that shit. <laughs> Leadheads, it's Jason Swar with the skill set magazine, the skill set live podcast. Uh, he's, he's got the horror podcast that we just found out about the death, the death list. list. So if you're, if you're, if you're a weird horror fan and you like, I'm listening to it as soon as we get off, dude, I'm, I'm pulling <laughs> I, it up and I I'm going to listen to it. Advance, man. No, it's, <laughs> it's some fun stuff, man. It's a, it's a different side of us that, uh, that you get to hear and we have a, we have a good time on it. Man. I can't so, wait for your sideshow freak store to open. Um, Another weird shit that I'm doing in my life, right? But uh, you know what? It's, it's like, worth a trip to I, I, wherever you're going to open it, Arizona, I guess. Yeah, here in the Phoenix area. Uh, there's not one like it anywhere within a three-state radius, so I'm like, maybe, I, maybe I'll get lucky. Probably man. not in the country. I w- I couldn't go into the grave. I can't go. I can't die. And I don't need my deathbed going, I wish I would have tried it. So I'm going to try it, man. If you, you know? can get one of those... Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the thing, but they like skin people. It's like an art exhibit, and it's like different oh, layers yes. of people being dissected. Yeah. And those are weird, man. They did, yeah, there's real dead people, man. I saw the. I, I, saw I, that, like, I won't the go chapter. to one of those. <laughs> I went to it, and it's creepy because it's, it's like, real people. It's like it real cadavers. 
Yeah, and they're sliced in like 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 they're sliced ham. You know, you can see it's like the weirdest shit in the world, man. Um, Crazy yeah, I, shit. I like they're feeling a little creepy. I'm like, this is. I, you gotta add one of those to your uh, sideshow freak. Uh, oh, I will absolutely <laughs> store. Oh, uh, but uh, leadheads, make sure you go and support those that make this podcast possible. Mission first tactical. And I just told you uh, not too long ago, guys, that I built a new 762 by 39 and I use Mission First Tactical's new minimalist buttstock. It's aluminum. Um, so I was really anxious to try that out because they've got their um, uh, their polymer ones that are really cool. And yeah. this one's just as light and it's even stronger. And uh, I'm really digging it's, uh It's over there. I don't know if you can see I'm it like- or not. Um, I like I, I like MFT stuff, man. I, I got a lot of their furniture, man. Their grips, uh, yeah, their furniture, their magazines, their uh, yeah. AR magazines are really good. And what's cool is you can get like your own custom oh, engraving yeah. on there. They'll put anything that you want on those uh, magazines. So uh, you can go get the Leadhead Brigade ones. You go get the regular ones. They got window mags. Uh, they just came out with an AR10 mag now. So they've got oh, the, really? yeah, the AR10 mags are available. Uh, and then, of course, they're doing our dump trays. They make a lot of wallets, so they got a lot of Kydex left over. And cool. being uh, creative and uh, not wasteful, they started making ah. dump trays and tactical wallets. And uh, we got our logos on those. You can go get those, too. We're having a custom one done for NRA. So NRA, we're going to be at the Caltech booth. Uh, right. Caltech is hosting the lead quarters. For the nice. uh, the Houston NRA, and I was going to show this because I got questions because that the picture of you that I put up, yeah, I put the uh, I teased with the logo that we're going to be using. Someone's like, I got the first thing you put that up. Someone hit me up. Is that a Caltech fifty or something? That's the P fifty. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Caltech. I'll be dead honest. I'm like, what? I, mean, I didn't even know what. And then I saw the Caltech 50. I'm like, what the hell? Look at that thing, man. That thing's awesome. Looking, That's man. their new 5.7 by 2.8 millimeter um, badasseriness. Man. I got to shoot it in uh, in Georgia when we went down there. I got some videos posted of me shooting the um, the P50. Nice. So this is, uh, can you see that? that? Yeah, that's cool. All right, so I, I, I exchanged the bullet. I showed you the bullet. Uh, yeah. Uh, thing there with the the p50 so that's we're going to be using that for the shirts the dump trays uh we might even do some magazines with this new logo on it along with caltech's 30th anniversary logo the, yeah. they're ce- celebrating their 30th anniversary this year 30 sure. years of innovation nation caltech nice. yeah i'm a fan i'm a big fan I, and i want to shoot that 50 too i gotta think it's cool you'll like it uh, i think you'll really like it. it's it's really smooth um, easily controlled, and then of course you got fifty rounds of uh, five yeah. seven hate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> and it uses great. the same as the P ninety, the FN P ninety. It's the same magazine. Oh, dope! That's great. That's yeah. cool. So they're really innovative over there. George Kelgren, the guy who started uh, Caltech. Yeah, uh, the man. He he actually built the um, the Tech nine. He was one of the designers for oh, the Tech nine. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So he's huh. he's really old school. Uh, but Mission First Tactical, use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 20% off at Mission First Tactical, any of their products there. SEAL 1, uh, this is great. You being an AK guy, you definitely want to get you some SEAL 1, Jason. Uh, All right. helps with corrosion, uh, but it's a CLP, cleans, lubes, and protects. Um, Dwight Wait, Settle is a former Navy SEAL. Uh, you may have met him. He was at the Tactical Games. Oh, really? Yeah, he was out there with SEAL 1. 
Um, I wonder if I saw. I may have. I, 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 you know, that would make me have to clean my AKs, and I'm like, well, that's what well, I have AKs for. You just do it once. You know, put the oh, protective yeah. coating on there. You know, it's going to protect <laughs> against go. that. If you ever shoot the corrosive ammo or anything like that, it's going to help. Sure. <laughs> help, help. Uh, if you want to store one, it's great for storing. But uh, great stuff. I've been using it now for uh, about a year, and um, I was like, this is great stuff. I love it, especially for my AKs. Let's yeah. uh, let's see if we can't get them on board. And Dwight was more than happy to jump on board and support Talking Lead. So I want you guys to go sh uh, show him some love at SealOne.net, and uh, he's even going to give you a discount code there. It's Leadhead. I try to keep keep it the same. Uh, keep it same, man. I'm Leadhead twenty five percent off. I'm actually out of like CLP, so I'm, 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 it's time. Right? So maybe. Well, I'll, I'll get your I'll, I'll get your I'm, address. I'm use that discount code though. I'm definitely going to use it. I'll get your address. <laughs> I'll, I'll hook you up. Hook you up. <laughs> and then awesome. Nemo Arms uh, on that build that I did, Nemo sent me uh, the bulk carrier group for the 762. And yeah. uh, they make some, if you've not checked out Nemo Arms, Jason, you got to check them out. They make oh, some Nemo Arms. Yeah. high end fan. ARs and they've got shotguns now. Have you seen their shotguns? Oh, I have not seen that though. Heirloom quality. Those really? Things, they're really oh, nice. They've got the engravings okay. in there and, oh, dude. Oh. Like, like I've always been a fan of Nemo, man, big time. Actually, I, I wanted to, I, with straight up photography or our, our, our photo business, I, I wanted to work with them, man, but I never got to, man, because I love their firearms, man. I think oh, yeah? they're great. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I can make an introduction. <laughs> TL10. More work for me. All right. <laughs> TL10, you get 10% off anything, even the firearms. Uh, they're oh, cool. they're going to give you a discount. That's unheard of in today's uh, day and age with uh, right. firearms being, you know, like bitcoins. They're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then ASP USA, I told you guys I was going to make a, a new announcement on that. Uh, they have extended their discount to you leadheads to everything. We used to be just the flashlights, which they make great dual fuel flashlights. Uh, and nice. I've got one here, the Spectrum. It'll go through all the, it's got the red, it's got the green, it's got the blue. And, it'll, and they've got all kinds of other different ones too, different sizes. Uh, but they're red guns, they're training guns. You familiar with them? Yeah. You ever seen one that uh, lets you do a reload? Oh, that's nice. Dude. Look at that. Yeah. So you can... Uh, is, it weighted just, is it weighted just like a, a weighted... Yep. It's weighted just like, a, just like a real one. Same specs and everything. So this is a, a SIG. I don't know which model this is. All right. Um, but they've got all kinds of different ones. They've even got uh, ARs somewhere. There's one. <laughs> AR-15 red guns. Nice. Adjustable butt stocks. Oh, wow. you, you can mag. Actually, oh, magazines come out too. Yeah, they're using the hex mags on these, but the, the mags, are, mags are inert, so it's all completely safe training. It's got That's the great. rails so you can mount your lights or whatever okay. uh, on there. I love it. I've never seen a training again like that with an adjustable butt stock. That's, That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So That's they've, good. They've got a whole slew of, of firearms available. I think they got pretty much everything but Glocks. Uh, they've even got knives. They got training knives, the red Perfect. knives. Um, so go there, they're handcuffs, they're batons, they're from, they're famous for their batons. Um, code, the new code is leadhead. Ha ha. <laughs> Yo, keep it standard. And I it's 15% it. off your purchase there. Go to my website, leadheads, cause I've got a link. It's an affiliate link. Uh, and this is the only one I've ever done. Uh, but, um, that's going to get me a little piece of the action. So. Uh, that's the only way they operate. So I set it up with them. Uh, you leadheads. I said I wouldn't do it unless they gave you a discount code, all, uh, discount as well. So they did it. And uh, you go to my websites on the front page. You click there. 
take you there and you can get anything. It's 15% off. ASP oh, yeah. USA, baby. And then we call nice. Factory 47. The code's Leadhead, 10% off. Nutrient Survival. You heard of them? No. So Nutrient Survival, they make, um, basically, it's uh, survival food. So for hikers and campers nice. and uh, if you want long-term food storage, they've got some really cool, tasty options here. People don't realize how important that shit is. I mean, I know, I mean, it's food house important, but just, yeah. just uh, you know, you're going to go hike or you're going to do something, and it's like to have something prepackaged is huge, right? Or you can like try to buy 15 different things and have it all your, over your pack and all that stuff. I love the prepackaged stuff, man. That's something that's uh, – I, I dig that. And what sets these guys apart is uh, where most of your like survival food, camping food, you know, it's just more about calories type stuff. These guys right. have 14 vitamins, 14 minerals, 9 amino acids – They've got the protein, they got the omegas, they got the fiber in all of their products. And awesome. they taste good too. Uh, I've done a couple of videos, you guys have seen it. Uh, the triple mac and cheese, the, uh, the, the morning scramble that they've got, it's really good. Really? Um, so check them out, Nutrient Survival, Leadhead is the code. You're going to get 10% off there. Damn. Uh, and then Keltec doesn't have any discount codes, but we, we're going to have some cool shit at... Uh, uh, NRA set up for you lit heads. So make sure you, uh, if you're there, you come by, see us. We got shirts, we got trays. If you guys are going to be, you guys going to be at NRA? Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, let's hook up then. That'd be cool. Uh, uh, definitely, man. We'll come by the booth, man. For Hell sure. Yeah. Hang out. That'd be a good time. Good time. We're and floating, then, uh, I think we're floating in this one because we're doing our, our shot show stuff. We're doing podcasts with right on optics and uh, they're setting us up and a few other, I think, uh, since right on. Here. Yeah. Right on used to be one of our sponsors. Yeah, good guys yeah, down Brady. there and all that stuff. But um, NRA, we're just floating, man. So we'll be cruising around the skill set shirts, passing out swag, doing our good stuff. We'll you come, know, come uh, hang out with us at the Keltec booth. Take a load off. You guys need to hang out, get out, uh, you know, get out oh, of the yeah. the rush in the crowd. You come by and see us there. And then yeah, 1776 great. United, they do our Leadhead Brigade patches, T-shirts, our classic logo. Am I back on the screen? Yeah, you're on. Okay, the classic logo back here. <laughs> Um, you can go to 1776 United. The shirt I got on right now, 1776 United. Nice. Uh, they make a whole line of really cool uh, swag for that uh, that freedom lifestyle, baby. Oh yeah. And yep. that code is Talking Lead, and you're oh. gonna get 20 percent off. There. We got, we got. Well, all right, 20 percent. We'll, we'll change up the discount. We'll change code. it for a little bit more, right? <laughs> a little bit more cheddar off my purchase. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> But uh, talkingletgmail.com, if you guys have any trouble with these codes or you forget a code, you need a code, you want a code, maybe uh, we've got other ones set up with other companies too. So uh, just hit me up and uh, we'll, we'll try to get you hooked up. Uh, but it, as always, Leadhead, go support them, show them the love, let them know how much uh, you appreciate them making this show possible for 10 years, baby. 10 10 years. 10 years. I got, that's, 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 I got something to look up to, man. That's, I, I got. Well, Dan, you're already on 300 episodes. I'm on 390. I'm almost 400. So I'm only like 100 ahead of you. And we were going, we were going twice a week for years, man. Jeez, dude. Sometimes three times a week. I, 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 I have no problem running my mouth sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Our frequency's down now, but uh, yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff to go back and listen to. That's right. <laughs> Get the discount codes out. Let's do this. Let's do this now. Let's do this. So, Leadheads, uh, again. Go and uh, like, subscribe uh, to our podcast. If you haven't done so, leave us comments, feedbacks on all the uh, social meds. It helps. 
uh, with their algorithm bullshit, you know, whatever that is, especially on YouTube now that we're posting the video. Really go and start watching those on uh, on the YouTubes, and um, we appreciate it. And have a safe Memorial Weekend. And as always, lay ahead until the next episode. Keep your loved ones close. Uh, and keep your firearms closer and go live that alpha lifestyle. Guys, do it, man, for America. Right there, baby. Hoorah! Yes. Ha <laughs> ha.